dealers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me, as always, is Sergeant McCluskey. He's on the show this week. He made it. And our guest this week is I'm the Blue Ranger. What's going on, Blue? Thanks for... Yeah, no problem. Thanks for thanks for coming in. You know, you were you were supposed to be in fill-in for Sarge because Sarge wasn't supposed to make it, but he made it. So now there's three of us instead of two, so the more the, mer more the merrier. More, more the merrier. Um, so... All right, so those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, um, we started the podcast last May, so it's, we've actually done a year worth of uh, podcasts here. It's episode 40, though, because we've missed a couple of weeks due to circumstances here and there. Um, we're the show that goes over the weekly, few of the top stories from this past week in gaming. Uh, we talk about Destiny always on the show. Um, that's where I started the podcast on. And uh, the first part, we always interview when we have a guest. We always talk about them uh, and find out more about the actual streamer that you guys are always asking about. So, <laughs> see, see, Blue, we said it before the show started. There's always something, hey. always something that happens on the it's show. That's what makes us human. That's what, that's, what makes us human. That's what makes this show different than everyone else because <laughs> we always have a fuck up. So, all right. So, going back, you guys didn't hear what he said at all. So, no. Not even a little bit. So we'll just start back over. So growing up, were you an early gamer <laughs> or were you a late gamer? Super late gamer. I just started playing yesterday. <laughs> no, uh, so I, uh, like I said, I got a uh, Super Nintendo one year for Christmas from my parents with the with the Mario All-Stars cartridge. And uh, I don't remember why my parents got it for me. And I know they regretted every, every penny they spent on it because I know it was expensive back in the day. Because uh, I don't remember ever asking for games. I don't ever remember asking for games, but I remember they got it for me, and uh, I, I fell in love with it, and I never turned back because that, that, I just fell in love with it. Okay. They may, they may look for a babysitter, maybe. That's they right, they're for. like, we, <laughs> we want to spend more time without him, so here's a video game. Have fun. See you see in three hours. Exactly. Um, exactly. So, you know, growing up and stuff uh, with the console that you had, what's your favorite console to this day like that you've owned uh i mean it's quickly being uh shadowed by the xbox one but the xbox 360 easily has the most number of hours put onto it from from me as a as a as a gamer i'm sure that'll be shadowed by the xbox one in no time flat but as it stands on 360 i i got into halo 2 halo reach which was like the game of games for me uh, i got it originally for gears of war i played through one two and three uh, I never really got into Judgment, but I did play a little bit of it when it was the free game. But easily the Xbox 360 has more hours on. I actually told people when they were like, I'm going to trade in my 360 for a one. I go, right. or just work for an extra week and buy an, <laughs> a, a one with the money and keep the console you've put 7,200 hours into. Like, you know, all the hours between Skyrim and Halo and Gears of War and all those games, I could never get rid of that console. So, did you never play on the PlayStation at all? Like you were always an Xbox guy. Um, from the from the Super Nintendo, we got we did get a original PlayStation, and I played a. I was really big into uh, Twisted Metal 
That was yeah, one of the okay. first games that I ever fell in love fell in love with. Twisted Metal Two and Twisted Metal Three, um, to a much lesser degree, Twisted Metal Four. But uh, that, and then Crash Bandicoot games and the Fighters. I've always played. I uh, never got into that. Mortal Kombat. I never. Now, I, I never uh, got into Bandicoot. I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it. It's funny uh, that you brought it up because I. I was just watching. Um, I didn't watch you play Uncharted Four. But I was watching someone play Uncharted Four, and in that game, it's not really a spoiler, but it's it makes a it makes a, an appearance in the game, and yeah, and I'm just like, man, that game does not hold up. Like <laughs> that game does not hold up in time. <laughs> like it was oh, just, man. it was it was bad then, and I still looked at it, and I was like, man, that's that's a piece of shit. I I, I can't I can't look at that game. Oh, I disagree so much. I thought Crash was. So good. In fact, and this is this is this is gonna give me some enemies. I know it. Uh, I preferred Crash Team Racing over Mario Kart. I loved Crash oh. Team Racing. I thought that game. You was like so the wannabe good. Mario Kart more than the Mario Kart? I, I I'm telling you, that's the one we had, and we loved it. Well, that's why we you loved, loved it. it. Right. It was so good. So, <laughs> I mean, they're very similar games. Like they play because right, they ripped. Yeah, because they ripped off Mario Kart like to the T. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but I mean, you're of. probably right. The only difference between the two games is the different characters. It's the exact same freaking game. Whatever. Maybe you're right. <laughs> it's just Coke and Pepsi, man. Come on. It's just Coke and Pepsi. <laughs> okay, so, so growing up, though, this is a different kind of question. What is your favorite game growing up? Uh, not now. Like, not what's your favorite game now. Growing up, what is your favorite game of all time? Like what's favorite that? What's that game that you could not like that? It always had a home inside your Nintendo or inside your, you know what I mean? It never left. It just sat there and you played it nonstop all the time. Oh boy, um, it's a hard I'm, question. Everyone thinks actually, it's an easy question. It's a hard question. No, I wish I was prepped on this one. Uh, no, on the no fly, prepping on I'm this actually, show. It's it's a curveball because I haven't brought this up at all. But it was StarCraft Brood War on PC. Oh, wow. Uh, like, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I had a buddy who lived, his family moved in across the street when I was young, and they were not gamers, essentially. Like, they had a PlayStation. They introduced me to, like, Metal Gear Solid and Gran Turismo and games like that, where I was running around with with Twisted Metal and Crash Bandicoot. They are like, here's these real-world, like, right. edgy games and right. stuff. And, and one day I went over, and I was like, what are we playing? And he was like, We're, I'm playing StarCraft. You can watch. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so I watched this kid play StarCraft for, like, two or three weeks straight before we figured out that if they, my parents bought me the Brood War disc for, like, $12, they could actually <laughs> load their copy of the game into my computer, then I could download Brood War and use my disc to play it. So we we I all of a sudden I had StarCraft and again my parents realized the massive mistake that they made when they gave me time limits based on how long I could play throughout the week. It was really bad. So are you do you do you have siblings? Do you have siblings? I have one younger brother. Okay. Yes. So he got your leftovers then. You you weren't the uh the runt of the family. Uh, to, to a degree, yes. Uh, he's, um, I guess, actually, you could say he, he was definitely the runt of the family in that uh, we're all large human beings, and somehow he skated <laughs> past those teens okay. really well. And uh, he's, he's actually like a distance runner. He's, he's like six foot two and just skinny as a rail. It's unbelievable. So he doesn't look, so, yeah, he doesn't, he's, he's, he doesn't look anything like you, is what you're saying. No, when I, when, I was down, when I was down at Fight and Wait, we had some similarities, but he's blonde hair, blue eyed. Well, so, see, see, I'm yeah. the I'm the younger one, and how many people know this? But Sarge is my actual brother, right? And we don't look anything alike. So, 
I mean, we it, I found that out yesterday. Did I you really? Was, it was streaming yesterday. Someone goes, "Yeah, they're brothers." I go, "Shut up." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're That's not true. Yeah, yeah. I'm adopted, I think, but I don't know. They they won't tell me. <laughs> everyone in my family it's just easier. Everyone in my family has dark hair. I have blonde hair, blue eyes, and of course, my parents will be like, "Oh, when I was younger, I had light hair and blue eyes." I'm like, whatever. So, yeah. So yeah. growing up, as far as being the runt of the family is. Uh, for video games and stuff, I didn't really get to play the games I wanted to play. I had to play the games that Sarge wanted to play. You know, so he was big. Oh, such a crock of shit. He, he was he like, was big into this is like being outed. This is like being outed on some game show. This is this is totally. <laughs> he was big into like the RTSs, and he was big into like oh, Final yeah. Fantasy. So, growing up, one of my one of my favorite games, which I didn't really like and appreciate it until later down the road, was Final Fantasy three. Right, like on the uh, what was it on the sixty four? Was that what it was on, Sarge? I think it was on the sixty four. Uh, no, no, it's, no it's, uh, Super NES, was Super NES, like five, but on the Super NES it was three. Yeah, it was three. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was great. I mean, absolutely love it. Um, all right, so going forward here, next question, next question. We have okay. Now that you have played a ton of games in your life, what is the one favorite game up to this point one favorite game every game that you've played up to this point in your life what what is the the game that's just like you know the bee's knees is the best game that you've played bee's knees really is it 1920 well i told that from guardian outpost (laughs) (laughs) um Ah, what's the bee's knees? You got the bee's knees i'm so torn on this um because we you've got things like uh you like the, you, you the, know you know right now what your best game is. Come on, one pops into the head always. Like right now, I'm gonna be honest. I I gotta go with Halo Combat Evolved because I was young and what I remember when the flood showed up, that I was like, what am I even doing right now? Like, what is this game? What's happening? But what's what's changed dramatically since I started streaming? Before streaming, I went from Skyrim to Borderlands Two to Destiny. And those were the games that I played for about five years. Skyrim, Borderlands 2, now Destiny. Okay, I gotcha. Basically, that was, I mean, because I went from Halo to Skyrim. So I kind of, once, I was basically uh, competitive in Halo Reach. I was very, very good at Halo Reach. It wouldn't show in Destiny, but I was. Uh, And then (laughs) I went into Skyrim, which was kind of a surprise curveball for me. Moved into Borderlands and then moved into Destiny. And that was like, those were the games. Those were like four games covered the last seven years of my gaming. And then now, (laughs) since streaming and doing YouTube, which I I, I actually wanted to start as a YouTuber, but we'll probably get into that later. But um, I've been exploring new games and... Like, Life is Strange blew my mind. That game was so good. Uh, Soma just knocked me over. It was so good. We just finished Until Dawn, and even though it's a traditional horror film with, like, uh, let's just go into where the scary things are, it was a lot of fun. Like, there's, there, like, there's so many games I've never experienced until the last six months, because six months for me is coming up in six days. Um but in the last six months, I've played so many games where the story is just like where I get like emotional playing them because I'm an emotional person. Right. I get emotional playing them that I don't know at this point because my first my gut reaction was life is strange. That game like changed gaming for me. I swear I was so good. And the people that watch the series on YouTube were like, when's the next episode? Oh, my God, it's that good. But 
I have so much more of a history with like the Halo franchise that that that's where I think I'd have to answer. But I think things are going to dramatically change for me as a gamer in the next year. It's just been it's been fun. All right. Um, don't, you, don't you find it amazing though that that a game could do that to you? Did oh, you ever absolutely. Think that, did you ever think that a game could do that to you? No, no, not at all. And the fact that it has, I mean. The end of Soma, I won't give it away. It's a game that I think if you can deal with psychological thrillers slash horror, which I can't, which is why people love watching me do it, because it's hysterical. Um, the story and the emotions in that game, I actually, at the end of the game, like, the stream didn't exist anymore. I had this reaction where I was just like, I, I looked at the screen and was like, I have to find this person. What's happening? I have to find, and I watched, I rewatched the footage of that and was just like, I didn't care about anything else. Like I was there, I was in it, and I, I've never experienced that before. It's crazy. So right now, I got some footage playing uh, of you playing until dawn uh, on screen as we're as we're talking, so people can oh, yeah. can see that. So, uh, yeah. So because you said the PC games were like one of your favorite games when you were younger was a PC game. Do you prefer PC over consoles, or you because now the way Twitch is and stuff? you're finding more of a home because you're playing Borderlands, because you're playing Destiny, and Destiny is obviously not on PC. Are you finding to be better on consoles? Like, or would you rather be a PC, like, gamer? You know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm weird in that respect. I, uh, I don't believe in console wars. I don't believe in platform wars. I think everyone should just love the games that they're playing and not fight over it. I agree. I think I prefer consoles because they're user friendly. I like that I can turn them on and hit play and it works. I, the only thing, the only difference I even noticed cause I, I, I play with a controller on PC. I don't care. Really? You guys can all hate for it. Yep. I hate keyboard and mouse. I can't do it. So that's where the big thing is for me. I, there's no difference. It's the same as a console to me, except when someone wants a game invite, then I have to leave the game, go into the, the blizzard app or into steam, right. add them or find, and right. send them a request make sure that they can hear them in the party chat which is probably in the game or might be through steam or perhaps i have to use discord whereas an xbox i just send them an invite and it's there and it's so much easier and but there's not really a huge difference in terms of gameplay i have i have bad sight i don't see color well and, and when people are like the fps in this game is terrible yeah, yeah. I, it is. <laughs> like, I just don't see it and i think that's i've been thinking about that recently a lot as it comes up and i think that i've been getting into button some heads with some friends because of that and the truth of the matter is is that i think it might be because i don't see well so uh most of the game for, games for me are based in how they play and how easy it is to play. And I know that might sound kind of, I don't know, silly or childish, but the fact is, is I don't want to stress over getting into the game. I just want to play the game. This is my hobby. This right. is what I do for fun. I work all day. I don't want to work to get into the game with my friends. So usually uh, I've seen uh, like Lono and some other people do the same thing. The most frustrating part can sometimes be getting that team together and talking and in, in you know not necessarily working together in the game, but more so getting into the game. Right. And it's so much harder on PC that I have to go with console gaming for me. Okay. All right. So you said it a little bit earlier. You said you started streaming. You said six months, six months ago. So when did when was that first when was that first time you started streaming? Uh, I I don't actually know. I think I'm being totally honest. I don't think anybody actually knows. I exactly i i at some point said fine november 18th boom that's the day and i don't again i just i don't know how i picked that day but i picked that day 
And uh, I had made the account a couple months earlier just to watch Destiny reveal trailers for the Taken King. Okay. And that was it. That was the sole purpose of my account. <laughs> I made the name to match my accounts and things, and that Smart. was it. Smart. Smart. Uh, and yeah, the marketing. I, I luckily I work in marketing, so I'm pretty good at that stuff. Um, but I, I when I realized that it wasn't just King Gathalian, Professor Broman, Lyric. You know, when it wasn't just these guys, and I got a message from one of my friends who's still a friend of mine and a mod in my chat, uh, Courtney. She messaged me on Xbox one day along with everyone else just to say, hey, in case you guys didn't know, I stream on Twitch. If that interests you, come check my stuff out. I said, sure, I downloaded the Twitch app on my phone. The next thing I know, there's this girl that I've played video games with streaming. There's her face. She's talking, playing video games. And I'm like, wait a minute, I could do this. Right. And so two days later, I found out while I was at work that I could stream through my Xbox One and I went home and streamed. Like I, I just <clears throat> that quick. So, so okay, so who was the first person you saw? Or actually let me let me back it up a second. How did you find Twitch? That was it? Your friend told you about it, or did you happen to come no, across it? The Bungie live streams. That was Bungie it. Bungie said we're gonna be showing the Taken King on Twitch, and I was like, I've heard the word Twitch before, and I know it's a gaming thing. But I like YouTube, so why would I watch this? And then they were like, it's going to be exclusive to Twitch. And I was like, well, I might as well. I work at a computer. Right. So it was going to be while I was at work. Right. So I figure, sure, let's go for it. And so I made the account. I logged in. The chat was just flying. And I was like, I immediately closed the chat. I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> uh, like, I just, it wasn't a good experience. I sat there. I maximized the I told the guy sitting behind me, I was like, I'm going on lunch. And just went full screen, put my headphones on and, you know, ate the piece of pizza that I bought down the street and just was like, oh, look at the artwork, you know, like, so you kind of, <laughs> and I didn't care about, it was a YouTube, it was a live YouTube video. What do you me. say you do here? Else. I just zone out. I put my headphones on. I come in 15 <laughs> minutes late, come through the side door so no one sees me. All right. So, okay. So you found Twitch because of Destiny, right? Because of the, of the live stream, because of Bungie's live stream. Who was the first streamer besides Bungie? Who was the first streamer that you said, let me let me let me see what this Twitch is about. And you sat there and watched an actual streamer. Um, it would it would have been Courtney. The first streamer that I ever watched was Courtney was because Courtney? she said buy and check out my stream. Um, and I she 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 does Call of Duty, which doesn't even appeal to me, even though I was playing it tonight, which and whatever. Um, <laughs> it doesn't really appeal to me, but I, it was something you know. My friend is famous. It's the same thing that I think a lot of like the younger streamer or uh, twitch viewers do is when they get into uh, your game they're just like i don't want to talk because i don't want to be embarrassed and it's right. like there's it's okay right. there's 22 people here that don't know who you are you could say literally anything and you'd be fine but i kind of was like my friend is famous um shortly thereafter i decided to actually look into destiny and see what destiny was doing and i i I ran into the two big ones i ran into professor broman and king gathalian right. immediately and, uh that was um, that was a lot of fun. All right. Um, let's see. Okay. What was the first game you streamed? Destiny. It was Destiny? It was Destiny, right? I mean, that's what I was playing. That's what I knew. And I, I remember the first time I hit go live, I didn't have a camera or anything. I didn't, I'm, my connect came from my buddy, uh, who lent it to me because he went and bought a day one edition on eBay and he's literally never going to use the connect. And he was just like, here uh and so 
I had just had the microphone, just the regular standard mic. I didn't, I don't use fancy head. This is the first pair of over ear headphones I've ever owned. Um, so I just used the regular stock mic they gave me. And I remember going, is it working? Like, you know, like, <laughs> right, right. hello. I do that. I do that in the beginning of every show. So it's the same thing. So, <laughs> so were you uh, waiting for a response on the screen? <laughs> I, I don't know, but I do remember the worst thing. And I don't know if it does it on PlayStation. I've never streamed through the PlayStation four before, but through the Xbox one, the worst thing that they do. And I never figured out how to turn it out, uh, turn it off was that they put your viewer count on the screen. Right. And I hate yeah, Xbox. It was, yeah. it, the, I, at the time when I was little, it was great because the first time it peaked over 10, I was like, I've made it. Um, <laughs> but then as I'm I I'm quitting a, my I, job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but as I got a little bit, not bigger, but you know, I grew a little bit and saw all of a sudden there was always seven people hanging out or something like that. I was like, this is, this is neat, but I don't want to know when three of them leave right. because I always have seven people. And if it goes to four, now I want to know why I upset these people. And that's something I know a lot of streamers talk about, but I hated that. Yeah. I hated that. So I played destiny a lot at first. And I remember just hitting 10 for the first time ever doing a, uh, a raid of all things. Now that I don't do any raids, um, a raid of all things on a Sunday morning, I hit spiked to 14 viewers and I almost cried. Uh, <laughs> it was like the <laughs> biggest moment for me ever. I went into work the next day because my supervisor thinks this is the coolest thing that right. he's ever heard of. And I was like, I streamed for 14 people for 12 seconds before six of them left. And it was that's great. awesome. Oh. oh man. And that's, this is the reality of actual small streamers, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it really is, and you either learn to love it or you you fall apart at the seams. So <laughs> I don't know. Hey, boss man, I gotta tell you, man. If I hit 20 people, great, I'm out. That's I'm out. Great. I'm not coming in on Monday. I'm out. <laughs> That's great. You're are you muted? You muted yourself? I don't hear you. Me? Yeah, well, there you are. You were just saying something. I didn't hear you. Um, the, uh, what was it? I, right after the Borderlands one life event in January and February was a really big, big month because I had a lot of carryover from Borderlands before Borderlands people disappeared. And, uh, <laughs> that's a running theme, but, uh, before everyone decided they didn't want to watch someone not playing Borderlands anymore. Uh, I had a lot of people hanging out. I was getting a lot of donations. I was getting a lot of attention. And I remember a couple of streams with no hosts hitting like 60 viewers on my own. And I was telling my supervisor, my boss all about that. And he was just like, so when are you going part-time? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, uh, not anytime soon. You don't know how this works. Right. So <laughs> yeah, until I get put on the Twitch homepage for two and a half months straight and you know, that's never going to happen. So, <laughs> well, it's funny. Okay. So that it goes into my next question. So, so far that you've been streaming six months. Okay. What, when did you feel like you made that next leap, that next break from being a minuscule, a minuscule streamer? I mean, you have what? 3000, 4000. Uh, what do you have? Let me see. You have 3000. Yeah, you have 3000. So, I know it's different for everybody, right? So when did you feel that. that you, like, instead of streaming for seven people or ten people, when did you feel that when you turn it on and you have, like, 30 people, 40 people, that you kind of felt a little bit better about yourself, you know what I mean, than streaming for that seven people? Uh, it, was, it was a roller coaster ride for a while because I went – this is where 
I, I'll just I'll just talk about this really quick. A lot of streamers talk about that luck factor, and some streamers have a lot more luck. For instance, like uh, King Gathalian had thirty-eight thousand followers when Destiny came right. out, and in a year and a half has over half a million. Right. So I mean, that's a lot of luck. But on a smaller scale, more reasonable scale, my luck is that one day Crazy Khajiit, somebody most people here probably know, wandered into my stream and said, you should go check out Say No to Rage and Guardian Outpost. Um, this was this was two days before the first podcast, I think. And he was like, they play Destiny, and I think you should talk to them. And I go, okay. Uh, so I went and talked to both of them. Then right after that, days later, he came back. And he said, did you hear about the Destiny One Life uh, charity event in January? I was like, no, but I love Destiny, and I'm so good at it. <laughs> and uh, so I went and found out how to get a part of that, and it pretty much was just give them your name and sign up. And I was like, okay. So now when I followed Lono, he immediately said, hey, I've heard your name. We should talk. Okay. I had 80 followers. From November 18th to the 1st of January, I had 80 followers, most of which were my friends. And um, I jumped into this Destiny 1, or Destiny, Borderlands 1 land or one Life event, and the first night I got up to, like, level 12, and I was like, hot shit, I'm so good at this. And I got off, and I started looking through Borderlands to see who else was doing this, and I jumped into a stream for You Need a Hug. I'd never heard of this person in my life and he's at level 22 and just going strong. And he's like, yeah, I mean, last time when I hit 50, it was no big deal. I'm like, <laughs> wait, people actually get to level 50. <laughs> and the winner this time was at OP five, literally don't even have an OP character in borderlands. And, uh, I, the funny part is I genuinely you can ask anybody who knows me that I jumped, I jumped into this thinking I would win. It was like, there's no way anyone can beat me. I'm so good at borderlands. And I, I'm not even exaggerating. What, I thought I was gonna what, win. I thought I was gonna run away. What what place did you get? Oh God. Um. I my top character was 27. I think I was out of the 100 and I'm gonna say 110 people actually made characters. You were like 107. <laughs> was, you know, probably 50 something. I All was right, middle not, of the pack. That's not bad. But especially for my first time ever. But uh. I was terrible. Like that's why people thought I was came to my stream is because one time it, paying attention to chat, I walked into Hammerlock's electric fence at rank three and died <laughs> in a area with no enemies because I paying <laughs> attention. And then in another one, I was I was axed in and I was I started dancing. I, I dance. I sometimes I, I dance and it's weird. And I threw my controller down, talking to Claptrap in Sanctuary, dancing, and threw a grenade and killed myself. <laughs> and you can see my face. The moment I realize I'm done, I just go from yeah. Like it, 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 sudden, I wish it was, I wish that gosh. you were partnered right now so I could go back to your old VODs so I could check that out. Um, it's, highlight. it's definitely on YouTube. Is it? It's, it's there. Oh yeah. Let me, oh, yeah. Let me, keep, you go to the, keep talking and I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find this. <laughs> it's in the Borderlands playlist. Uh I believe that was Axton at rank Oh crap, I can't remember. Um but can't remember. Oh, where did when did it jump up? That one life event in January alone, I went from eighty I think it's at eighty nine followers to a th like eleven 1 hundred okay. in January alone. Um, 
I after talking to I jumped into hug stream and I said, "Wow, I have a lot to learn." He thought I meant I was he thought I was like advertising like I have a lot to learn about Twitch and he was like, "Okay, asshole." Like, you know what I mean? Like he kind of <laughs> was like whatever and the next day he actually came by my stream and realized that i was a big doofball just having fun playing borderlands and he told fist right fist master yeah oh we're losing him on skype give it a second but i remember the first time i went i was like oh wait followed me am i waiting yeah no you're good you're good you're good it, it's skype okay. it's acting up so every once in a while it, it goes robot gotcha um I remember going to Fist for the first time uh, ever and going, oh, my God, he's got 8,000 followers and he's partnered and he followed me. Like, that was one of those things where it was like, oh, like, this guy's famous. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know. Just from there, I was able to roll from the Borderlands. Uh, I don't I don't want to say fame by any means, but the popularity amongst the Borderlands <laughs> community who thought I was hysterical and how bad I was at this game. Right. Uh, that actually followed me to some of the other games that I was playing. And I was able to pick up a little bit of notoriety and some of the other stuff that I was doing. And uh, February was January was good. February was great. And March just bombed. Everyone from Borderlands disappeared. I lost that entire viewership. So everything in the directory, I went from being top third of every directory because it directories tend to drop off real quick right. there's thousands hundreds then the one single right then the single and then, digits then they, yeah exactly then you have you have this group of this small group that goes anywhere from 30 to 80 and then it's singles and that's it there's there there's nobody ever streaming with with 15 viewers <laughs> it seems like everyone's either eight or 30 and um i dropped into those eight again and i had to slog my way back up and that's when i went back to destiny and kind of uh lono basically picked me up uh he started raiding me quite regularly because his stream ended right when mine started so it kind of made sense right um and because i'm really loud and boisterous uh i was able to actually maintain there's there's a number of people i think there's some of them here in chat actually who actually came over from lono and were like now i have somewhere to go when he's done and i was like i want you to know I'm going to curse you out at some point, and I'm never going to be that guy that Lono is. Like, I love him to death, but we're polar opposites in how we stream. And they were like, okay. And it was like, <laughs> all right, cool. Like, I mean, that's awesome. Thank you for supporting him and for supporting me. That's fantastic. So um, I was able – now I have this solid base of uh, I between 19 and 30 people. I don't know why 19, but I said it 19 a lot. But 19 and 30 people who come every single day, even That's if awesome. they're just lurking work. And it helps me move up in directories. For instance, I did Call of Duty Ghosts tonight, which is a very light directory. I know that, but I know I was top of the, the directory tonight because the next person has nine. But what's cool about Call of Duty is I'm not sitting there like, oh, you mother. Right. I'm just sitting there like, oh God, I'm bad at this. I got a dog. Oh, look at my dog. <laughs> like, I'm, I don't take it seriously. And I I think some people like that. You, so, you can cur you can always... you can curse on the show. Don't worry about censoring yourself. Oh, here he is. He's yeah. he's dancing. He's dan. <laughs> that was great. I great. I just saw it. It just. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We got to see that again. <laughs> we have to see that again. Oh no! Uh, this oh, is great. No, this is great. <laughs> um. <laughs> that is classic. That is classic. Oh, and that was, yeah, that was that was back in the beard days. 
Um, I like how I you zoomed. I, in. I like how you zoomed in on the camera. You're dancing, and then all of a sudden, your <laughs> face goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. That's awesome. It's easily the best part. That's and I awesome. and I thought it was so funny. And when I when I re when I told Hug, you have to go watch that highlight again. He was like. Did I miss something? I was like, watch the face. Because he had thought it was funny. Right. When he saw that face hit again, he cried. Well, it hug, was hug, so funny. hug, thanks for that that link. He gave it to me. So we found it pretty that's fast. So-, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's good stuff. I like moments like that. I, look, I, I found you obviously through through Lono when he started rating you because I'm always I was always in Lono's chat. Um been yeah. there since last what July, I think, is when I when I found Lono. Um so I started watching you, and you're very entertaining. You're you're constantly always talking. You're always constantly, uh, you know, you're, you're weird, which is not in a bad way, <laughs> which is not in a bad way, which is a good way. Eccentric, yeah, eccentric would I'm, be the proper word. Yeah, I'm I'm weird as well. Like sometimes you like you'll just start talking to yourself. Or you just start doing like you know just strange things. You'll say something out loud or do something, and then what I really find on Sunday, I showed up one day and you had yourself as a cat, and I was like. <laughs> I was like, I know what it is because I've seen it. I was thinking about doing it myself, yeah. and I was like, I was like, son of a bitch, this guy's doing it already. And I was like, damn it, I can't do it. <laughs> so I was gonna I mean, make, I was gonna make myself something else. But uh, I, I love it. On Sundays, you come in, you're you're playing a game, and it's just a cat just sitting there talking to you, yeah. <laughs> with with glasses and a headphones on. It's it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I don't even know where the cat came from. If I'm being totally honest, I don't know why I picked the cat. Um, I, I honestly got the dog is the best one. Uh, it it tracks the best and everything. But um, a Warframe streamer just re- a couple months ago got partnered. And that's his that's his gimmick is he is a dog. And he tells people I translate at the pound as a day job. And he has like a desk <laughs> in front of him. That's he is awesome. a dog. And everything he it's not. I'm, you know, with me, I'm just like, no, I'm a cat on Sundays. <laughs> no, he's a dog. Like that is his thing. That's and his if thing. you try to catch him, he knows what he's gonna say. You can't catch him. And it's it's what's so cool about him. And I think that's probably what, what made him so successful at Twitch. But uh I didn't want to steal that from him, but one day I bought it's not a free program, but it's pretty yeah, cheap. It's, and it's, I bought it's fifteen it bucks. Day. Yeah, fifteen dollars. It's 15. And I was like, <clears throat> I, I wanna try this. Let's see how this goes. And I kind of flipped through a couple of different ones trying out and then a bunch of people my stream and said be an anime girl and i did it and everyone got really weird so i took it off <laughs> um, like woo did they start hoolering and hollering at line. you i just line. first off it didn't track very well it basically just rotated and the mouth just kind of did this and everyone was like whoa and i was like okay i don't think i like that kind of attention so i, I backed off of that one but the cat tracks pretty well for the most part and uh, I don't know. I don't know why I ended up on the cat. I don't know why I ended up on the black cat. I don't know. I have no idea how that came to be. But I finally one day took an hour to figure out how to put headphones and glasses on it. And then recently figured out because they're both lime green. Right. And the background give you is lime green. So right. they were actually chromed out right, right. for the first two months of me doing this. And then I think it was last weekend. I was like, I can change the background color a little bit. And it was just enough so that it wasn't chromed anymore. And. I mean, I have it on. I have it on people, screen right now, so people can see what what it is. Oh, Here, I'll, I'll, I'll replay it again. Uh oh, well, I, mean, <laughs> I don't want to get Universal Studios on me. To hold on one second, I went to a commercial. All right, so yeah, so I think it's great. So those glasses and headphones are part of a program, or was it like, are you actually wearing glasses and it's not picking? You know what I'm no, saying? It's, 
in the program. It's in the program? It's totally in the program, yep. Uh, you just kind of, I had to figure out, uh, you can attach things to your, your, your rig. It's, it's, you know, it's called face rig. Uh, and so each character is, is called a rig. You can attach things to your rig, but there's, there's like points that you can attach them to. And I couldn't figure out how to attach these things in any way to make them actually work. And so all of a sudden I was like, what if I tried to put like this frown on my head and I attached it to my forehead and it was like sideways and over here. And finally it took me hours of playing with it to figure out that you can actually just orient it the right way and then move it on axes. Hmm. And once you get it where you want it, you just lock it. And I, once I got them somewhere that looked reasonable, like the headphones are like way up here on its head and stuff, but it, it's okay because it's kind of over the ears and things. And I'm like, this, this is entertaining and it looks like I'm a gamer. So go, let's go for it. Cool. I think it's great. I think it's absolutely great. Um, I want to try. I want to try something still, but I still have to get my my shit like organized and and like figure it out before I start to go live with it. So, all right. So, next question. Let me uh, let me look it up. You have a question for him, Sarge? Well, after all the all, all the stories I've just heard, <laughs> so to you, what's the best thing about streaming? Uh, um, there's there's two, um. The one is is people. I'm I'm a, a surprise. I like people. I'm an outgoing human <laughs> being. Go figure. Uh, I really like people, and I like meeting different people. And the second one, which kind of falls in line with that, is I like learning about different. Uh, I don't want to just say cultures, but also ways of life, because you know within you know North America. Uh, you know, the United States and Canada, we're not all that different, um, but you do learn about how people do things in different parts of the country and things like that. And also time zones. I've never been so interested in time zones in my entire life. But now I'm telling people, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, I stream at 530 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is going to be five hours behind you in England and four hour, or three hours ahead of you in California. You know, like I have to know all this stuff just right there all the time now. And uh, I've never really focused on that before, but learning about different parts of the country and what they do, like where I'm from, we have a thing called the garbage plate and it's what we eat when we're drunk. Uh, you know, that's just like, you learn weird things about people. And then when uh, I, I've made a ton of friends from Australia and the, U and the UK and learning about how they do things and like, oh, I, I did not know that Mother's Day was two months ago in the UK. Like this, I like right. learning about I studied art in college and uh, I basically I have enough credits for a minor in art history, but I didn't organize them. So, oops, but you know, they might as well have just given me a balloon with that and just like, here's your art history minor. Uh, so <laughs> I didn't bother. <laughs> and so uh, I really like history. I like world history. I like art history. And so learning about different cultures, has been really cool and so i've got some people that come in from finland the guy who did my overlay is a graphic design student in france who just showed up one day and was like can i be honest and i was like why not and he goes your overlay sucks and i go thank you should we bop this he goes, no and i've advertised him like crazy because he wants to make a job out of it now so uh he did it for free for me and so i put it on i advertise for him every chance i get because he did me a huge favor and i know that he's you, not going to put that out to other people you can advertise for him right now if you would like yeah, his name's Dr. Blood 01. Uh, his link is going to be in my profile. Uh, he's He works through Twitter. Um, he's been very busy because he's finishing up school right now. But when he's done, I've already sent a couple people there, and he's said he's going to work on stuff for them. So it's kind of exciting. He does really good work, and he's really quick about it. So I, I, I like what he's done. And he just kind of came in one day and was like, let me help you out. Because if you go to my old videos, my overlay was atrocious. Right. So – which, was, which, which we did see. 
when you did that that oh, dance that, that dancing video thing that was your old layout that was oh it's so bad it was, it it was like, so i thought it was great too it looked like you little, did it in like the, paint like real fast like you just did it real oh, fast. no i did it in photoshop <laughs> i just don't know what i'm doing uh it was yeah it was it was i i genuinely thought i knew what i was doing i didn't realize you could move the scrolling letters up and down with the arrows so i was just trying to place them and so they were always off and stuff because they wanted to snap to things and oh it was bad oh mine was mine's respect. changed so many times i mean so many times i changed weekly like i changed my layout like weekly because i'm not i'm never satisfied with it never satisfied He's a woman. with it right i'm a woman when it comes to my layouts <laughs> yeah. just a big girl so big girls you gotta treat new pair of shoes every week right going going on the what was the best part about streaming what's the worst part about streaming for you oh the worst part about streaming would be um you were counting on the screen that was bad but the worst part about streaming is nothing anybody sees the worst part about streaming for me because it happens so dramatically and so quickly is that it has and i i oh never in a podcast i'm watching or a podcast that i'm on i try to like really oh, am i breaking up it's right you're good, no, we're good. You're, you're good now okay okay um <clears throat> is I try to like wave my arms and go, listen to what they're saying is the emotional toll that it takes. Yep. It is easily the most emotionally gratifying and difficult thing I've ever done. Uh, it, it's actually taught me a lot about who I am as a person for the, this is, this is, this is a personal thing that I've only told a couple of close friends uh, that I'm hoping I'm happy to share. This is the first time in my life since I was, I got into my first relationship at 14 years old and I hadn't been single for more than about a month and a half since. This is the longest I've ever been single since I ended my last relationship because she wanted me to stream less, and I said GTFO. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, this is the most comfortable I've ever been with myself being alone in my entire life, and that's not a lie. But what I'm missing, because I'm working on myself, I'm working on something I'm passionate about, I'm currently trying to get healthier, I'm, I don't have time. I have no time for that, and I'm okay with it. I don't go to bed lonely, I don't sit around going, I wish I had somebody, I go, I'm content with what I'm working on right now. And that's made that's something about streaming that has been extremely gratifying. Uh, the other parts that have been very difficult is first off, I don't have enough time for my friends, which is why my stream started late tonight. Even though it only went 40 minutes, I wanted to make sure I stopped in and said hi and, and promoted this podcast um, because I needed to see my buddy Scott, who's one of my mods, who has a cute dog. We put him on stream. It was fun, yada, yada. And tomorrow night I canceled a stream because I said I, I have these old friends that I'm genuinely losing touch with and I need to see these people. So I need to spend more time with the people in real life that uh, uh, care about me that I haven't seen in months because of streaming. Right. And it's and it's it's affecting me emotionally. I don't miss a relationship. I miss my friends and they come by the stream sometimes. And every now and then they'll swing by and, and, you know, drop something off or pick something up or whatever, but I don't really go out anymore. And it's, it's a problem. So that's the one thing. The other thing that's very stressful is as much as Twitch is not a competition, it is. Oh, of course. And it's only, only a competition because you make it one. In a perfect world, we all get partnered in time, however long it takes. We're all successful. There is enough people watching uh, videos on the internet, not just Twitch, but anything, because Twitch is going to grow, to make us all successful, especially the people who are doing it well right now. Right. But when you see people that are your peers that maybe started after you or are starting from a different 
place and you see them go past you or you see them start catching up to you or all of a sudden you start stressing and um, I'm getting better with it right now, but it it is something that affects, I think, all of us. And uh, that does keep me awake at night sometimes is how do I get better? And recently when I decided I'm going to be moving away from Destiny a little bit for a while. What? Uh, say, last... say it ain't so. Say it ain't oh. so. Um, that my follower income, my new followers are going to fall off and they have dramatically. Um, they were falling off to begin with, but they're falling off dramatically now. I might get one or two a night now. And I'm okay with that because the viewership is still there, and that's what matters. I constantly preach that you don't don't follow me if you're never going to watch me again. When I get a big raid and I get 50 follows, I the whole time I'm like, guys, you haven't even watched me play games yet. Right. Like, what are you doing? I have a 1,000 followers that are from a follow bot that somebody attacked me with. So I actually only have 24 follow, 2,400 followers. Okay. But it doesn't matter because – how many times have people been raided by King Cathalian and gotten 700 followers who never come back? Right. It's all the same thing. It doesn't matter. Uh, so it's just one of those things where I, uh, I, I struggled for a long time with dealing with not worrying about being the best because we're not going to be the best. There's always going to be someone better. I'm not going to be Lyric. I'm not going to be Syndicate. I'm not going to be King Cathalian or Professor Broman or even T-Rex, but... As long as I focus on being the best me, I'm going to be okay. But it's a very hard thing to do when you watch other people who you might think aren't as good as you or don't deserve it because these things happen. You have bad nights and you think bad things and it gets you down. It's very difficult emotionally. Oh, and I, I tell new, new streamers need to be prepared for that because uh, it, it can really I, – I used to have those lucid dreams where I thought I was streaming in my underwear because I was in bed. And all of a sudden it's like, this is not where I'm supposed to be streaming. Oh God, I'm asleep. So uh, like Twitch has been very tough on me, but it's gotten a lot better as of recently as I've started focusing on the things that make me happy. That's awesome. I'm, I come, come look, awesome. I, am, I am a small streamer. Like a lot of people look at me and they see me a lot of places. They see me on a lot of channels they seem a lot of things people think i'm bigger than i am i mean i literally just hit 700 like two days ago right 700 followers two days ago and when i first started this i started just on minecraft okay minecraft okay i started back in 2013 i streamed for like two days okay and then in my real life job <laughs> uh i got called for a job and a year and a half later i never turned back until recently um first day i streamed i got 66 people and i was just like wow this is easy right and then after that, uh, I came back again, and it started, and I still had those original 66 people, but they never came back. Uh, and I think like a week into me streaming, one person of the 66 people that came in for their very first day, a year and a half later, came back in and was like, oh, my God. He's like, you're alive. And I was like, I am. Do I know you? He's like, yeah, I watched you for those two days that you streamed, and you were awesome. And I was just like, wow, dude, like, <laughs> thanks, right? And I had, <laughs> I had one person watching me every night I was streaming, uh, and he was diehard one person. Um, and I didn't care about the view count. I didn't care about anything else. I was like, I'm just playing the game, and I was like, let me just teach you how to build stuff in Minecraft, right? And that was basically how I started my channel. And then when I reinvented myself, I said, I want to do a podcast, and that's why I started this thing back in May. And I really don't care. Other people started podcasts after me, and their podcast is much more successful than mine. And I'm okay with that because... It takes a it takes a type of person, and you said it, it bugged you, and it doesn't bug me. And there, there's not many people like me that doesn't get 
uh, persuaded by numbers or people. Like, you just started six months ago, right? Someone else started like a month and a half ago. I just hit 700. You guys are like in thousands and thousands, and you get 30 and 40 people watching you all the time. And I look at that, and I'm, I don't get mad at all. I'm just like, you know what? This is awesome. This is great. And I'm getting better. And I say to my, my streams and the, and the loyal, I call them loyalty people that come back to me, my lurkers, um, that I do, and I get better every day. And I'm glad that they come every day because every day I have like seven or eight or 10 people now. I think I get about 15 every night now. And it's awesome because I know I'm getting better as a streamer personally because I'm getting more comfortable talking in front of people. Uh, all the fuck-ups I do, there's so many different fuck-ups I do, and they, they don't mind. They're just like, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll watch you no matter what. You can – I built – I built this. <laughs> I built this piece of shit online. Okay, it's an X-wing <laughs> that I never finished because it was too goddamn hard. Okay, people watched me. I had like twenty people watch me build that, and I was just like, "This is amazing." And I was just like, "No matter what I do, I feel that <clears throat> as long as you're true to yourself, like you just said, it'll be it'll be okay, right?" I'm not looking to be partnered like tomorrow. I'm not looking to be partnered anytime soon. I just want to be this. I want to have a podcast, interview other streamers, get other people out there. That's what I want to do. And I started playing games on the side just because one day a week doing a podcast is not a way to grow a channel, right? So I like I like where you came from, though. You're the first person to actually say that, like, we're real and telling, like, you know what? It hurts seeing those people leave, and it hurts seeing, you know what I mean? And I get you 100%. I wish I was... I, my wife says I'm emotionless sometimes. Like I just I have no feelings sometimes, and I don't get bogged bogged down by people not watching me or watching me. I'm gonna stream regardless, no matter no matter what happens. So I love Twitch for that. I love meeting different people. I love all the different aspects of of the way Twitch does it. So um, that's the end of the interview. Um, real quick, tell people uh, how where they can find you, what your schedule is. Your schedule is up on screen, so they can see it. Uh, now you just uh, go ahead and tell it. Yeah. Um, so again, I'm the Blue Ranger. It uh, it rolls nicely off the tongue. I stream Monday through Friday at 5:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, and the weekends are kind of a toss-up. So following me on Twitter at I'm the Blue Ranger is the best way to know what and when I'm playing because the weekends uh, are kind of because I work a full-time job and then stream for hours every single night. The weekends I kind of do my own thing, and whether you show up or not is immaterial. I want to do my thing. So I'm gonna, and that's what I do. And then I also have a daily YouTube channel, youtube.com slash I'm the Blue Ranger, where I put up uh, Let's Plays that are exclusive to just YouTube, as well as you uh, Let's Plays from the stream, commentary on new movies and video games as they come out. I don't really rate things because I like to say positive. Uh, and I uh, also put up highlights from Twitch. So, uh, and also just there's there's some vlogging stuff in there, commentary on the new friends list on Twitch and uh, things like that. So, I appreciate you, Blue, because you come in and support me. I know you, you lurk all the time in my channel. You like fall. I, I I guarantee you, you're, you have the the iPad or something next to your pillow as you fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I just like it's it's your. You know how they say like. Uh, a, a baby in the womb knows the mother's voice. That's how I fall asleep tonight. <laughs> if, I, if I hear your voice, I'm going to fall asleep soundly. No, I, I honestly, I appreciate it. I appreciate you always, like, hosting and coming in and, and, and spreading the joy, man. I, I really do. I really appreciate you. Uh, and you guys that don't know, uh, Blue Ranger, myself, Achy Breaky, Hug, uh, Fistmaster, Say No to Rage, and Cadix, we're all part of a team called New Hope. Snugans. Uh, oh, Snugans. Thank you, Sergeant Snugans. Um we're all part of a team called New Hope. It's a stream team. Um, I think the link is not working in my channel. So um, just do a search uh, or go to our channels. You can uh, find everybody on there uh, and give everyone a follow. If you like 
what you see with blue and you like what you see with me and you like what you see with everyone follow all of us we're all about the same type of streamers and we really don't overcross each other we we're all pretty much spaced out throughout the whole day so um all right so we're gonna go into news right um we, we really know what you've been playing, right? We Obviously, you've been playing Destiny a lot. Um, and let's talk about that, right? Because a lot of people give me crap uh, on on the Rage's Round table because I'm the guy that hates Destiny, right? Even though I don't hate <laughs> Destiny. I absolutely love Destiny. But I love... Yeah, we all do. Yeah, but I, I love being that guy because there's so many lovers of Destiny on that show. I, I had to be the guy that, that hated Destiny, right? So, um, So what is it about Destiny right now that's... That's I, I saw your tweet. You said, you know what? I'm done. I got to get a, at least a week off <laughs> from it. Like, what is it that's that's making you like just break right now? Um, it, it's 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 a number of things, but it all spans back to the April update, which I uh, I warned everyone about before it even happened. And everyone told me, uh, no, this is going to help the casual gamer. This is going to make everything better. And for Three days it did for three days and and still to this day like the you know the the Bungie fanboys which I am one which is where this is confusing if it's a, this whole thing let me preface with this this has been emotional for me and I'm not even exaggerating I'm this is my game this is where I've been for the last 18 months this is what I do I like everything people hate the LFG I love the LFG the LFG I met three people from my city who I still see to this day on destinylfg.net there's like I love destiny and the community from all different angles um but there's people who are out there still saying this is the way the game has always needed to be and I can't figure out why they're saying these things yes loot is raining from the sky we're getting everything we needed we're infusing up super quickly uh, the packages may or may not be pay to win. I don't know yet, but, uh, uh, the, I mean, I did some, I did some research. It's kind of interesting. Uh, but what's happened to me is, uh, when the Taken King came out, they said your new light level is 320. And we made that jump to 320. It was 150 light jump, almost double. Uh, and they said, well, you're going to get your first light increase since the Taken King, and the only one until the next expansion in the fall, which a lot of people are missing. A lot of people were like, well, this is bigger than the two light increase from, you know, vanilla to uh, dark, the dark, dark below. below. Right. They're like, this is the equivalent of three light on that system. And I'm like, that's great, but we got four light last year before the Taken King, and we're getting three this year. So... And the infusion system, which has now been upgraded. And right. the three of coins, which makes exotics rain from the sky. Exotics are no longer special. I thought they'd get rid of three of coins, and they didn't. Now, if you're 333, you get all the 335s you've ever needed. And, oh, help me God, we can all be 335 without even trying. So what's happening is even the casual players, and if you play for three hours a week, you're not, not a casual player. You are a gamer who likes Destiny. A casual player plays for a couple of hours every couple of days. You might put 10 hours a week. Yeah, five, five to 10 hours. Yeah, five to 10 hours. Yeah, if you play two or three hours a week on Destiny and say, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a casual. You're not. You play other games 90% of 95% of the time and then go to Destiny. For, for everyone else who actually plays Destiny, we're all hitting the max rank with nothing else for six months on the same raid we've been playing for six 
months. Yep. And the new endgame activity, which is the Challenge of Elders, is rank 320, and you can beat it at 305. Oh, yeah. And I and what's exciting about it, though, is... Two, 296, my, actually. 296. <laughs> so... Yeah. I've had the best RNG since it came out, which is exciting and it's fun. And I put videos on YouTube of me freaking out. I got the best sniper role I could ever ask for. It is combination PVP and PVE with triple tap, uh, snapshot, and unflinching with a uh, with the SLR 10 scope, which is better than short gaze. It is the best sniper I've ever seen, and it was exciting. And now I have the perfect sniper, so check that one off. Right. I have multiple 335 primaries with amazing. How many times have I said, go get that from the gunsmith? It's a god roll. One more into the pile. Right. Heavy weapons, they're all essentially the same, even though I got a god roll of the Bane of the Taken the other day, which was really exciting. Um, and I have got so many heavy uh, 335s from the challenge when it was War Priest that it doesn't matter. I can make. I could make... All of my, I could be like, Slipper Simulant, you're 335 now. I've never used you before. Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right. So, and then they said, uh, Court of Oryx, you're going to be able to get your uh, art artifact. Oh, and you can also get it from a couple of other different places. So I've never had to grind the Court of Oryx, which I was excited to go back and do. But I got 335 artifacts for all of my Xbox characters, I think, in the raid. Um, just everything that I'm doing is just raining max light gear without me even trying. I've been I have been a casual Destiny gamer the last few weeks because what happens is I get my characters through Challenge of Elders and then I help people. So what I'm doing doesn't benefit me at all. It does give me some drops at the end of everything I do, but it doesn't like I'm getting new stuff. It's just more 335 class items which I already have one of for each character. There's just nowhere else for me to go. It's right. a dead end. The only thing I don't have yet is the shotgun that I can get from the Nightfall this week, which makes it easy to get, and now I'm done. So, unless you're a PvP player, this game feels like it might, and I, I hate saying this because I hated everyone that said this before, I think Destiny is going to die in the next six months unless you do something quick. Yeah, I don't, see, I, I, I say the same thing, but the way I say it is the only thing that can kill Destiny is Bungie itself. Right. Um, I don't think any game is going to come out and be like, take you away. Like the hardcore people that love Destiny are not going to go away to go play No Man's Sky. Right. They'll go play No Man's Sky for a couple hours and then they'll come back to Destiny. Right. Being dead is like what I'm doing right now to Destiny. I haven't touched Destiny in like a week and a half, two weeks. Like I'm I'm done with it. Right. Because well, there's other games that I play and I'd rather be playing those games than Destiny. This is the first time since the game has been out. Then I'm like, you know what? I don't even care anymore. I don't care anymore because I stopped at 319. I'm at 319. I don't have all the guns that you have. I don't have all the stuff that you have because you know why? When they come out with the next actual update, I know I'm going to be able to super jump and super leap into the light level that gets me to where you guys are right now within like seconds, maybe an hour or two playing the new content and then play enjoy myself with the new content and burn through it. I never support that. That 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 mentality always drives me mad. That whole why would I get to 320 when I'm going to be able to get there faster later? Because for three months I had three 320s where I crushed all of you in Iron Banner and it was amazing. Right, but that's, that's why I did it. But this time around, 
at 305 you can do everything yep. you yep. can do the raids you can do the challenge of elders which and, and, and everything you do drops 305s now as soon as iron banner hits as long as you finish the map or the, the match you're gonna get better gear so they're just handing it out and people are that that's that that's the problem huh yeah skype is fucking up again this is this whole thing which you're good go ahead oh, yeah we're good huh? maybe okay what fixes this whole thing uh other than that freeze frame that was gorgeous um <laughs> what fixes this whole thing and what everyone like just murdered me for before the april update was it like really announced i said give us 360 light give us something to work for and everyone said no it'll be a slog it'll be a drag everyone's gonna have to grind and the casuals are gonna quit everyone i was murdered on some streams that we're all familiar with publicly <laughs> in front of a lot of people for my views on this and in three and a half hours we had our first 335 yep yep i what what do you say to that and i know oh you see, my, like, see it doesn't matter yeah. you could never do that before my ever. my mentality yeah, my mentality is after after the vanilla came out and Dark Below came out, they resetted everyone's exotics, right? And I was just like, I was like, what are you talking about, Bungie? Why do I have to relevel everything up again, right? So I did it, right? I bitched for like ten seconds and I did it, right? And then House of Wolves came out and they did it again, right? Where I had to level up stuff again. I'm like, why, why am I doing this? And then they get rid of all year one weapons, the Taken King. They're like, you can't take year one weapons with you. And I'm like, you know what? Now, now you're poking me, all right? And I, I'm pissed off because <laughs> you told me that I can use whatever weapons I want to use and become legendary, but now you're telling me, fuck your weapons. You get new weapons, right? And I can't use the old weapons anymore. And I was just like, come yeah. on. I was like, I re and Lono always gets on me for this. I want the Fatebringer, right? And who are you to tell me that I can't use the old one, year one guns, even though there's better new guns? If I want to use the old guns, let me use the old guns. If I want to bring those in and level those up and take my time, I'm invested in those guns, right? So let me continue them on to the year two. If you want to take new guns yourself and Sarge wants to get new guns himself, by all means, go ahead, right? But if I want to, if I want to continue with the vision of Confluence and level it up to 335, let me do it, right? But they knew their their guns were broke, and that's why they had elemental, no more primary elemental except for the, uh, the Zalo Supercell, okay? But they don't know what they're doing. That's kind of the game. Right, they don't know what they're <laughs> doing, and they keep changing stuff, and that's what irritates me. So that's why I'm, like, kind of putting the brakes on, right? I'm like, the Prison of Elders is a piece of crap, in my opinion. Everyone can hate me for it. It was a piece of crap when it came out with House of Wolves. I don't agree with that. That's, I that's it. fine. It was, it was a piece of crap. <laughs> that's why I said in my opinion. It was a piece of crap when it came out in House of Wolves because it was sort of like a half-ass horde mode that they didn't really give us, right? And then they just regurgitated to us. And I was like, uh, this update is not going to be good. It's going to be dead b way before 16 weeks. Right? And it's already, people are already pissed off. They're like, oh, well, the Challenge of Elders, in week two, they're like, this is not a challenge. They're going to make it harder. They're going to make it harder. And they still haven't made it harder. Right? Yeah. So they're just they're just pulling us along, pulling us along. And I said this on the podcast um, on Monday on the Rages Roundtable, and no one really answered my question. And I said, what if, and both of you answer this question for me. Don't, don't try to hide or slap it around and, and, and avert it. If they just drag us along, okay, and we're all like, oh, dedicated servers, they have to have this, they have to have that. What about if they don't do any of this stuff, and they just take exactly what they've done, okay, 
But instead of Vanilla Destiny for Destiny 2, we get Taken King as Vanilla, right? Which is better than Vanilla, right? It's much better game, much better story, much better all-around experience. What about if that's Destiny 2 and nothing gets approved and it just becomes that because they've made billions of dollars on this platform, so why would they change, right? What Would you play it or would you be out? I'm going to let Sarge go first because we've been dominating this conversation. No, I just I like I like listening. I'm okay with listening. Um, <laughs> my 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 issue. God help me. Everyone hates when I'm long winded. My issue with Destiny is still the same. Okay, the original vision of what the game was supposed to be is not there, and whoever's still controlling how the game is moving forward doesn't have the uh, precision to put in place what they really wanted. So it's being piecemealed together. We are getting cut content that it's being stretched along and given to us in bits and pieces as the expansions come out. And now everyone. Uh Oh, yeah. Skype's fucking you. What Destiny 2 is going to be. Okay. And you're good. Go ahead. Are we we still good? Yep. Okay. So my issue is, is that we are not allowed to play the game the way we want to play it. And then on top of that, they don't know what they really want to do with it because it's still an experiment. If we go back to when Destiny before it was released, it was told to us to be this epic sci-fi story about how you were going to be legend. Okay? And we all know that Bungie could tell a story. And when we found out they didn't, we just accepted it after the three months of anger. We just accepted it and said, they're going to fix it. They're going to fix it. They're going to fix it. And they're really not going to fix it because they don't really know what they want the game to be. They have, however, put together the greatest collection of data ever. Oh, yeah, it's like Disney World. In the last 18 months, okay? The greatest collection of data to see who plays what and why and for how long. And that is what's going to go into Destiny 2. It's not going to be this uh, classic storytelling game again. It's going to be the same thing just done up to where... The other groups that are still ifing and eyeing about it are going to be given the cookies that they want in order to stay. Now, once again, I am not a Destiny hater. I wanted it to be the next great game based on... It's still one of the best games out. It's still one of the best games out there. It is. is. Yes, it is. It is still one of the best games out there. However, once they had said openly that this is not an MMO and this is its own thing, okay, we are going through a lot of growing pains. Okay, a lot of growing pains for what content is supposed to be actual content and what is supposed to keep us coming back until the next bit of content comes along. Because games like this, where people love it so much, we are voracious for content. And if you give me a loaf of bread to make sandwiches with, I'm not even going to make the sandwich. I'm just going to eat the loaf of bread and then demand another loaf of bread. Okay, that's what we do, okay? Yeah, we don't we want the content because we love the game so much. Okay. Their issue, their issue is they cannot find a way to space out the content that they currently have in order to keep us busy long enough and challenged long enough because you're trying to please everyone. You cannot please everyone. You have to please either one group or the other, and we move on to the next phase of the game, and we maybe bring the rest of them along. You can't say, this is this, and this is this, and now we're trying to make everybody happy. It does not work. All right, Sarge. It does not work. But what I'm asking is, if it's exactly the same game right now, and they just move it over, 
right, to Destiny 2, and it starts off like Taken King as far as better storytelling missions. They don't really change much, right? What you're playing right now comes out for Destiny 2. Obviously, it's going to have new content, so you'll be interested about new content and new story of the lore. But the way the the way it's it's done for the last two years, would you play Destiny 2? Or would you say, you know what, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to, like, Destiny 2.5. I probably wouldn't get it right away anymore because I've been burned too many times about what the promises of what the game was supposed to be. Okay. I'll wait until after initial release plus a review plus let the masses who are going to buy it right away because they're still diehard fanboys. And after that, I'll make my choice. But there will be no pre-order. Okay. Rest assured, trust me when I say this, there will not be a pre-order. All right, Blue? Oh, I'm going to pre-order the $400 pack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, and it's because I, I, until this week, have been, nah, I'd say the last two weeks, until about <clears> two <throat> weeks ago, I've never my feelings on Destiny had never changed. Um, I think it's one of the most... Uh, exciting and experimental games ever. A lot of people are like, oh, they stole all these things from Warframe, but it's it's different. It's yes, of cosmetically it's, yeah, yeah. there's some things that are similar, but I mean, come on, you could you could tie things between Sonic and Mario if you wanted to. Right. Like, you know, everything's derivative of everything. I'm not bothered by that. Um, but uh it, just the friends that I've made, it's it the game's legitimately changed my life and not in a oh, I built a career on it. I'm not Mr. Fruit, right. I'm not King Gathalian. But the game has still changed my life, and it's changed the way that I game. Uh, I mean, no other game had me getting up at 4 in the morning on Tuesdays to do my raids before getting to work. Like, right, right. nothing else had ever had me do that before because you, I you, wanted to be the best. You I never could. played World of Warcraft then? No, no, I okay. didn't. I did All right. on purpose. Just, uh, okay. In fact, funny little side story, I, I and, and anyone from my chat will know this. Um, I wasn't going to buy Destiny. I said, no, I have a relationship and a life. And before <laughs> I got into streaming and before I got into Destiny, really, um, I was an MMA fighter. And uh, I, uh, I I still picked it up on launch day. And now I'm... I played the shit out of the alpha and the beta. <laughs> I, I, loved, I loved Destiny. I still love Destiny. But going forward, I wouldn't buy... The game right away if it was exactly like this for destiny 2 here's where here's what something i've been kind of trying to make people think about or consider thinking about um a lot of people are like stupid activision activision's ruining everything what a lot of people don't consider is that bungie is right. as important to that calculate to that formula as activision is because bungie is the name nobody's buying activision people right. are buying bungie so if Activision says do this, Bungie can say no to a certain degree because Activision wants to be business partners with Bungie as right. much as Bungie wants to be business partners with Activision. So a lot of people say Activision's going to ruin this game. Activision's they've already said we're going to move away from this stuff and I've heard that okay, so this is this is some he said she said stuff, so I don't know if this is accurate at all. But People who say and on different podcasts and things that they have on good authority, they're going to move away from the Eververse trading kind of style of microtransactions that they're going to go to something that people actually like. Because I think Bungie is unhappy with that. Bungie has been always putting out these games and people go, Halo had it too. Yeah, when 343 took it. Right. They never right. did it. Um, and so I think Bungie's going to push back to a degree. We're going they've already said we're going back to paid DLCs. They've already made some like they've said that. They said 
this isn't working, but it also makes sense. They're one developer. A lot of people go, we need more game. Call of Duty has three or four now. Three or four developers yep. making games, and they can pull one out every single year because of that. Bungie is one developer trying to make a game as often as they can. They were able to make a game and two expansions and have the um, Taken King almost done, I would assume, at launch. And now they're working on the next big thing, which, sorry, everyone, you're getting in fall of 2017. Get ready for it. Uh, they make Bungie releases games every three years. Yeah, September, so. September 2017. Everyone's hoping for March you're, you're I hope so too. Yeah. God, that would be awesome. But why would you release that title after the holidays? Right. Uh, <laughs> so and we're, we, we've got a ways to go. And I think if they go back, if they give us a Dark Below 2 and a House of Wolves 2 in 2017, I know that's not what they're going to be, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, I think we'll be a lot happier. We're going to be more in and out of the game, but I think we'll be happier. And uh, I think Bungie, who, like, I just, all I can do is think about Vanilla versus the Taken King. Right. And if they give us, in, if they go Vanilla to Taken King, Taken King to, to whatever, you know, Captain Cabal Land <laughs> right, right. This, this fall, and then in three, in Captain Cabal Land, <laughs> Captain Cabal Land is even better than the Taken King, where they all of a sudden go, this infusion system's ruining everything, and nobody needs three of coins. Um... Then <laughs> when they get to uh, the Destiny 2, uh, the redestining, um, hopefully it's this completely reinvented title that lets us continue becoming legend and grinding our same characters with slots for more. I, honest to God, wouldn't even be mad if we never went beyond Warlock, Hunter, and Titan if they gave me two more slots to play with. Because then I could delete characters and start new things and try different things and do all these goofy stuff. And if they gave us another class, cool. And if they gave us more, if you could only have three subclasses, but you could choose from six, boom, more options. Like, things like that. I think that there's the potential for those things to happen. And I'm excited about it because it's Bungie. Oh. Activision everything but Bungie I have so much faith in if you I, I doubt you've listened to the old podcast of this show but me and Sarge we go into detail about what we would love to see in the game and what they should put in the game I mean we go into some crazy stuff Bungie should hire us for ideas okay because we we <laughs> we, we have I'm sure everyone has really good ideas but ours are on record okay and like some of the stuff has already been put into the game from when we started the podcast last year uh which maybe were Notre Dame or something, but you know, we, we just saw the way it was going. Okay. And going into destiny two, we hope that, you know, they add maybe like some sort of like faction wars or six, six player, uh, you know, uh, cos you know, Cosmodrome kind of drop in new cities like Chicago or Detroit, all these different things that they need to do. I mean, Activision showed the goddamn space battles in the new Call of Duty, and I the first thing when as soon as I saw that I was like, "Oh, Activision, you're hurting me because you have a space game, and there's no ship battles. There's no ship battles in Destiny. You know what I mean? It's like you look at it and you're like, that's just like a no brainer to to do stuff where there should be no tower. Your your vault and stuff should be on your ship, and you should be able to I like the tower. Though. Oh, come on! But I like come on. I like people, so I don't like how big the tower is. I don't like how big the big. tower is. Big? It's super small. What's behind no, that door? I mean, What's they, behind that door? <laughs> I don't, listen, I don't disagree with that because even there's trap. There's a trap door on the floor next to the cryptarch, and I remember like day two being like, "Oh man, I right. can't wait to go down." Right, there. right, right. But what I'm saying though, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, I know. If only. 
Um, <laughs> I was so young and naive. Um, <laughs> what were we called? Kindergartians? But, uh, so, no, I just don't like it when it's like, where's Zer? He's in front of the speaker. <sighs> right, because you hate going right. to the tower. So, no, I like going to the tower, no, you don't. but I don't. I wish. I wish that that one center area was it. You like could put everything. You like people, there. but you are you, hate, are you lazy? Yeah, in I was just gonna say. I was just. I was just gonna say. You like lazy in game. You like people, like run? right? You like people, but you hate walking. <laughs> I, I, I mean, <laughs> but I. It's kind of like think about like this happened recently. And at first I thought that I, I was like, I'm, you know, this is the height of luxury. I was in my menu and I came out and I was in the middle of like a mosh pit of dancers. And the only other people I've ever seen that happen to is like more console. And my name is Bife and YouTube videos and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, I've made it. And yep. then I realized that it was like a bunch of my friends who were just happened to be in the same server as me. And I was like, oh. Well, that's I mean, still nice. <laughs> you guys are delightful. They they found me as it was a party of six of them. They were like, dance. And then, of course, once six people start dancing somewhere, that, that eight-year-old who's like, I want to be part of it, get, get involved. And uh, so it got kind of out of hand. And it was fun. And that stuff happens. And I enjoy that because I like people. But I kind of think that that one room would work for everything. Now, it would ruin everything for hide-and-go-seek. But Okay. First off, the tower only allows 16 people in the tower. That's it, 16, okay? Now, I know I was in your chat one day, and I said that I actually like Defiance. And you were like, what? Get the hell out of here. Defiance is a piece of crap. But Defiance, in certain ways, has done a lot better in certain things. You had 1,000 people, or two, was it? Not 1,000. It, uh, it was 200, 300 not people 200. On, a, on a server. So when you did a public event, not like in Destiny, where you only have six people doing a public event, maybe, show up. Okay, when a public event happened in Defiance, there was 100, 150 people, and it was completely chaotic. My frame rate, and I wasn't able to shoot anything, and I that's, died over and over that's, again. That's besides the point. It's on <laughs> console. It's on console, and they tried something. They tried something, right? So when people look at Destiny, they're like, oh, my and God, six tried people. tried to drink and drive, and he's dead now. Yeah, so, I mean... come on now. Come on now. Uh, so... I like Defiance because it did certain things like the social areas in that place were a lot bigger, a lot bigger and better because there was a lot more people in the in the place to actually talk to and communicate with. Here, there's 16 people. Half the time, people don't want to talk. You ask them to join something, and then you get the. If you're a higher level, you're getting random invites to to join into a raid or yeah. something. You know what I mean? God. It's not very That's social. When you're wearing glow who during right. the dark below. It's it's not very social because. <laughs> When the Dark Below came out, everyone was complaining, you need to let us speak in game, you need to let us speak in game, you need to speak, speak in game, and then we speak in game, and then no one uses the fucking chat, okay? Like, oh, let's invite to a party. That's what we were doing before you put the fucking chat in the game. So people don't really know what they want, and they listen to the wrong part of the community most of the time, and that's what I'm disappointed in in Bungie, right? This community is awesome, awesome. Some great people in the community and some great ideas in the community where are those ideas from Bungie? They don't listen to those people. They listen to the people that bitch, like the trolls that come into your chat and say, why are you still playing this game? You know what I mean? Like, they listen to those people, and they're not listening to the actual people that like their game. Like, where's the Sparrow League racing? Um, where is it? I think that one of the... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Didn't you hate SRL? I hated it because it was a cheap attempt. It was two fucking tracks, okay? Okay. Two tracks... Let's 
That was, the, and, and they're like, oh, well, it's around. only going to be around three weeks, and uh, you get to you honk a horn, and you get to do the same fucking thing a hundred times over for three weeks. Come on. I did it 300 times, thank you. But <laughs> that being said, <laughs> I got everything I needed out of it, but... Uh, no, here's what they did. They did one of two things wrong, and I genuinely believe this. Either one, it, the event ran too long. If they made it one week with two tracks, you're good to go. It should be or, weekends only. And that or there was not enough tracks. You either went too long or didn't give us enough tracks. If they gave us one week to test it out with two tracks, ain't nobody complaining about they that. They could have taken boards they've already created. They're instances anyway, right? It's just like going down for patrol. Right, and there's only a certain amount of people. They could have made tracks that were already there. We were doing Spare League racing on Venus. Before Spare League, racing. okay, on Venus before they had Spare League racing, okay. I, you're you're not wrong, but at the same time, what if they spent all of that time making in-game voice chat and nobody liked it? So you know what I'm saying? Like they that's fine. Test the that's fine. A little but bit. all they had to do was take more tracks. All they had to do was take the same two tracks day night, same two tracks backwards. They gave us everything else backwards in the game. Why not the Sparrow League racing? One of them, the, the Venus track, you can't do backwards. You go down the whole time. Well, why couldn't you go up with the, within a booster? What's the difference? Uh, I guess if you put people launchers, maybe. But then if you miss, I don't know, maybe. Maybe. I like I how you're stretching. I... You're like, ah, it's, it was downhill. They couldn't have gone uphill. <laughs> I was not bothered by the two tracks thing. Um, because here's the thing that it was keep fun. Forgetting. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. They went, they were like, Hey, everybody in destiny, we know you want something new. So you get it tomorrow. Right. Like it right. was, there was no hype. They didn't do that thing where they were like, we're going to tell you all the great things you're about to get and then let you down in a month. No, they were like, this is happening in five days. Mm. Like I, I actually like that better than what they do. Yeah. Come up with stuff. I don't know. And I, I got, I love that fallout was with Bethesda was like, by the way, Fallout 4 is happening in two months. Right. And we were all like, what? <laughs> right, like, exactly. Are you kidding me? Like, they're like, by the way, pre-orders go on sale tonight. And we were just like, huh? Like, You're like it was insane. Take, Everyone Take it. my money. Right. So <laughs> I bought it. I don't even like Fallout. I bought the expansion before it went to 50 bucks. I haven't played it since I started streaming. Like, it's. <laughs> I, I'm by like, the way, this. by the way, Blue, it's awesome. I, I played it. I, I don't like Fallout. I'm, I know I'm weird. I don't like. So I why did you buy it? Like it's fine. I, because I, I wanted to. Because I'm a shooter, and I I, I just kind of got lost, and so I built a giant man cave in sanctuary, and then stopped playing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I did. I I kind of found myself. I was like, yeah, I'm level eight. I can go fight level three things, and then a bunch of rats kill me, and I'm like, I'm gonna go play Destiny. So all right, uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna stop this conversation because we could talk about Destiny all fucking night. Okay, all all fucking night. But they, they let me down too much, and that's why I'm, I'm going to hold, hold back a little bit before they release the next one. I mean, I'm stoked for it whenever it happens, you know, but I'm going to wait. I'm not going to pre-order or buy. I'll wait till it comes on Twitch and watch everyone else play it and enjoy it. Um, all right, so the, the first story that I want to bring up is Star Wars Battlefront came out in November, right? And was it November? No, it was December. It was the end of November, beginning of December, whatever. Um, and... Everyone was hyped. I like it still. I like playing the game. I really haven't played it much because there's just too many games out. But they've already announced or confirmed, I shouldn't say announced, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Okay? So, do you think this is a, a good move or a bad move on uh, EA's part uh, to do this? Dice EA. Uh, Blue. 
like confirming uh, this before the, even the, the the rest of the season passes out. You can you could take the anchor position, Blue. I I, I got some words for this one. You can take the anchor <laughs> position. Yeah, all, I'm gonna I'm just gonna pretty much say I never played it, um, but uh, the only thing they should do is change the cost of it because I one of the reasons I never played it was because they were like, yeah, if you want this little tiny smidgen of a game, you can have it for sixty dollars. But if you want to actually play this game, you need to give us one hundred and twenty. And I was like, um, I remember Battlefront, and I remember it fondly. Uh, I don't need to do this to myself, so okay. I didn't do it. So. I'm gonna. I'll pass this over to Sarge since I've talked everyone's ear off already. No, the, the uh, listen. You make a sequel when you made enough money at the original one. That's how this works. Which it did. It surpassed their sales that they so, wanted to hit. So, okay. The the this is two. This is two different topics that we're going to talk about. But I'm gonna I'm gonna try to put them together. The topic is still remains the same. Is is that video games currently cost more money to make? The stuff that we're saying, the the, the stuff that we're seeing. Takes longer to make, regardless of how many development teams are in are in the process of making these games. Mm-hmm. It costs more to make them. Okay. Yep. Now and the cost hasn't gone up in like cost twenty has years. Not, right. Thank you. The right. cost has not gone up. Now, how do you tell people they have to pay more money for their game without letting them know that they're paying more money for the game? Well, originally it was DLC, which means that the game comes out for this, and then they release other things and they tack on to that price what that is. And so at the end of those DLCs, you basically almost paid $100 for the game if you buy two or three DLCs. So now, okay, now we're in the battle where you think, or it could be fact, it could be false, that the actual game you have is being cut up and resold to you. And this is the kind of battle that they're having right now is you don't know whether or not they already had it and they cut it up and selling it to you or it's actual DLC and you're paying for DLC. So now there's this rift Okay, so now all the hype before a game comes out, all this pretense hype about stuff coming out. Okay, and you know, everyone has to be, everyone gets all crazy. Oh, the new stuff's coming out, and then they tell you how much it is, and then the DLC season pass, season pass, season pass, season pass. So now they get you all up front for what you don't even know what the game is yet. Okay, and that's how they're trying to get you. Now, Battlefront is fucking amazing. It's it is truly a next gen game visually. Okay, I agree with that. But they wanted to make they wanted to make a game that you could play with your son. And everybody who loves Star Wars as a kid can join together and be in the damn movie. I'm in the damn movie fighting (laughs) stormtroopers. That's all it was supposed to be. Everybody wanted, even though they say they didn't, but they did, they wanted Battlefront 4 or Battlefront 3 or, or, or Battlefield 3 or Battlefield 4, whatever you want to call it now, either one, and they wanted to have those kind of guns, those kind of skins, and be that kind of technical, whereas... I can do this with my gun. I can put a scope on the laser rifle. I could do. They wanted that skill. They wanted that kind of skill level with Star Wars, and they didn't get it. They got a low end, basic skill level where anybody can shoot anybody. There's no ammo. I can shoot you with any gun at any range. Right. But hey, doesn't matter. We're in the Star Wars game. All right. So now the sequel's coming out. You can bet your ass that if they don't escalate the skill gap and make it be a little bit more technical. They will not sell what they sold for Star Wars because now everybody knows. Everybody knows what they're looking for. And hopefully mm-hmm. they're paying attention. So, no, it's not a bad idea to come out with a sequel. The sequel is supposed to be better than the original. Right. Okay. Everybody wants what they want. Okay. But I mean, and- the, the question, I guess, was more so do we, is it a good idea for them to announce the sequel before, before all the DLCs out? Right. And I mean, no, I mean, of course it's not. Of course it's not a good, you know, you don't, it, it's, What's it, I guess 
where it, it's kind of a little bit of a division. <laughs> the division was so bad. Um, <laughs> but where, where it's a little bit of <laughs> where it's a little bit of a division though <laughs> is that uh, that if you if it's season pass based, then those people just get to look forward to the game they've already paid for, and then they can decide to buy the next one if they want to. However, if they have if people are still buying the DLC as it comes out, then there's a chance that they lose out. Like they wait to hear. What did you think of the new Tatooine pod racing edition of Battle? I don't know what the hell is coming out for, but uh, what, what did you think of that? Oh, it's garbage. Okay, well, I'm not going to buy it then because there's a new game coming out in three months. Right. All right. Well, someone in chat, I think it was uh, Ramsbug, said that Battlefront is a $30 game. I want to disagree with you there because if you think Battlefront's a $30 game, then what do you think Overwatch is? Because Overwatch is literally just PvP. And it's only twelve maps, right? Not well, different, not different areas or different game modes. It's just twelve maps with three game modes in all those maps, right? So that's less content than what Battlefront gave us. So how much would you pay for that? You know what I mean? And they're charging sixty dollars for that game. You're, you're on the nice now because there hasn't been any, there hasn't been a line drawn about what the sixty dollar game is. Now we all remember what a sixty dollar game is. When you look at a, like a single player game and how much content it has, like um, a GTA Five or a Witcher Three. Yeah, this is for everyone that thinks or, it's forty dollars. Okay, that's, it's fifty nine ninety nine for though. the pre order bundle. Right, that's to get everything in the game. Fifty nine ninety nine. What 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 price? They they have to find a way to make more money into the game. So now, how 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 do you justify? Is it enough content, or is the DLC plus the original game enough content? Now they're already mad that the original game, like for instance for Destiny, wasn't enough for the price for the price point, and they all believe and 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 it pretty much came out as fact that the two of the DLCs that came out after Vanilla Destiny were originally supposed to be part of the game. Okay, you have to remember. Don't that go we back are to Destiny. Year, Don't go back to Destiny. You're, you're <laughs> no, you're a year behind. So Battlefront and these other games that are coming out, they have to find a way to get you to stay on board they they have to have that money up front right so season pass is where they're going to go so how do you how do it's if it's not season pass then it's got to be microtransactions but we're all going through the growing pains of games should cost more how do we go about it well i think this is the battle i want to give a quick you know as we're talking about what a game is worth i was just going to go into it i want to make sure yeah i want people to think about this from the other angle as well like i just finished and it's not a new game Thank goodness. But I intentionally, I usually buy digital downloads, but I start buying discs for games that I'm going to let my friends play when I'm done now. And one of those was Until Dawn, which I paid $45 for. I played through it. It was one of my best favorite things to stream ever. Totally worth every single penny. But I'm probably never, never going to play, play it again. again. Right. And that's what a $60 game used to be. Except you, if you got really lucky, you bought something like Halo, where you had a eight-hour eight campaign, which if you recall, Halo 1 and Halo 2 don't take all too terribly long to beat. Um, and you play through these awesome storylines where the games are engaging and fun and, and visual and memorable. And then if you want to, you can get into the PvP side of things too, which, you know, they expanded with Forge mode and stuff like that later on. But it, the bare bones of a lot of games, it wasn't huge titles like Fallout, like even Borderlands and things like that. It was these Gears of War where like the, the first Gears of War game, you get beaten one sitting. 
and that was a sixty dollar mm -hmm. game. So when you compare what's a sixty dollar game and what isn't, I don't think Battlefield being at sixty FPS and in a massive multiplayer, uh, it was just PvP, so it's not really like an MMO or anything, but um, it's definitely a large number of people at 60 frames on a console. No, I don't think it's a $30 game, but the fact that to get the whole thing cost so much, I, there seemed to be a disconnect to me because if you really wanted the full experience of that game, you needed to buy that extremely expensive pack that came with all of the content. Right. And it was just sort of like, that's too much. So maybe you tried to take on too much if that's really what you needed to get your money back and be profitable. So that's where I got kind of lost. I, I always say that, in my opinion, it's like a dollar an hour, right? So if you if you paid $60 for something, if you paid $60 for something and you put 60 hours... You're talking about, in, inter you're talking about entertainment value. Entertainment right? value per, for yeah. the game. I, I say a dollar an hour. That's personally my opinion. So if you, if you, play, if you play Star Wars Battlefront for 60 hours... Then it was worth your money. If you play, if you bought the whole season pass and you got it for 120, and the season pass hasn't even come out yet, you've got your money's worth. You know what I mean? And then it's bonus on top of that when the season pass comes out and you're actually paying for it. I mean, I put in 1,700 hours into Destiny, right? I put 120 dollars in, 1,700 hours. It's like 42 cents, uh, you know, an, an hour or something like that. So, right, right. So that's how I look at it. That's that's, that's how, why I don't get upset. Right. That's why I don't get upset a lot of times about why why things cost the way they do because. I'm not. I'm not looking at it as saying, "Well, this I got this for this much, and right. now I got this for this much." And I'm looking at content as opposed to right. how long did I play the game? Was I entertained? Was I was it was the game fun enough for me to play and for 350 hours? That's another thing. And for those people who hate Destiny and have played 350 hours and hate it, have their money for it. Right. That's and, and and that's another thing. Like yeah. the Uncharted just came out, and I watched Uncharted. And I thought, God, that's next gen, dude. PlayStation Four. That's a game that I would buy just for, that's a system I would buy just for that game, but I wouldn't because I know I would never play that game again, just like I did with the other other yeah. other Uncharted's. It was it was amazing. It was like a 14-hour game uh, playthrough that I watched uh, the person that streamed it. Um and it was like a fucking movie and it was next gen. It was it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous, right? $60 though for 14 hours, right? Where $60 for 1700 hours you know what i mean like that that's the difference but yeah. but watching that game i didn't pay a goddamn cent and i enjoyed every single second of watching that guy play it okay and i was entertained by that and i paid zero for that but that's what i'm saying so it's it's different for everybody right games like that you'll pay 60 dollars for and you'll only get 10 12 14 hours out of it and then you pay another game 60 dollars, and you might get thousands of hours out of it so it all depends on are you entertained by what are are you enjoying what you're playing? Are you entertained by what you played? I uh, I recently found this website that I've been using because I, I do all the Twitch and YouTube stuff. I, I don't even know what it's called. It just sort of pops up on Google when I Google how long is this game to play? Because I want to find out because I just started Bioshock on YouTube and I want to know how many episodes am I going to get out of this? How, what kind of time commitment am I looking at? Same with what I'm streaming because I'm like I kind of said I'm moving like I kind of said like I bashed into everybody's skulls. Right. I'm kind of moving away from Destiny. Uh, I'm moving into story based games because I'm finding that uh, the people that come to my chat really enjoy watching me play these story games and talking about what's happening in the stories. And uh, I want to know what kind of time commitment I'm getting into. And I remember when I looked up, I was just, once I found the website, I just started typing in things and trying to find stuff. And I don't remember what, how I ended up on this page, but uh, I, one of them was like uh, for 
Bioshock. It was like Bioshock one. It gave you all the different numbers of hours. Like on a normal playthrough, it's going to take you 10 hours to beat or something. And, and then the completionist said 50 hours. And I was like, man, that's a, I'm never going to be a completionist on Bioshock. I wide. That's a wide variant, but it is. But as I'm looking through them all, and there was another one, like until dawn, I looked up, it was like, you know, 10 hours to beat it. And it's going to the completionist takes 21, which just is making sure you because you're going to have to play the whole game again. That's why that takes so long. It's basically playing it a second time. But then I got to Destiny and the the regular playthrough time was eight, eight hours. hours. Yeah, eight hours. Yep. And the completionist was three hundred and thirty one. I'm pretty sure. Right. Like <laughs> that's that's how many hours minimum you got to put in to hit. If you're lucky. Right. If you're lucky. Yeah. Right at least to hit completionist levels in destiny and so yeah sixty dollars for that game i totally get same with fallout same with like most bethesda titles like fallout and, and uh and the elder scrolls games totally going to be worth 60 bucks every single time the dlcs are going to be worth the season pass you know what you're going to get um but some games you buy that season pass like halo when you got the season pass in the last couple of games they're like so the net the first dlc is coming up here's four new maps and you're just like wait what right (laughs) like um and so it depends on what you're what you're looking for for me now that i'm playing these story-based games i have to look at them and go like i bought the uncharted collection because it's not that expensive totally worth it game yep totally worth it. totally worth every single penny until dawn i only purchased be instead of renting or something because i have so many friends that are going to want to play it and i was like screw it i'll just share it with people and then when people say to me, you should play Tomb Raider if you like this, I'm going to rent that because I'm never going to play it again. I'm never going to play it again. I'm going to beat it and go, yeah, and move on. Right. And so that's that's kind of where I get hung up on spending those big price tags. The last time I went big, and this was a big mistake, and those of you who played the game will know this, I bought not the mega edition, but the $100 edition of Halo 5. I beat it. I played a couple <laughs> of multiplayer and games done. and said, Oops, because I'm a I'm a collector I of of Halo because it's my that's my gaming lineage like that's where I come from as a shooter I I Halo forever I love it and I was like Halo Five might not be great but it's gonna be worth getting the uh, special edition and getting all the little fun trinkets with it no it was terrible don't buy it if you haven't played it yet <laughs> spare yourself um, so <laughs> that's awesome it was it was such a letdown I, I'm like that with uh, with Division right now. I'm I'm like that with division. I played the season. I got the season pass. Oh, you bought it twice. Oof. Sorry. I bought it off. A guy came into my chat and said, "I have it on PC. If you want to make a trade," and I was like, "How much?" He goes, "I don't know, thirty something bucks." I go, "All right, I'll right, play well, it on PC with people because this game's gonna go on forever." And then I'm yeah. I'm just... See, I like to I'd like to blame Bungie for that because Destiny is so addictive and so good all twitch people and all gamers that watch twitch are looking for that next destiny type game and it's it's not coming people the next destiny type game is destiny so you're gonna have to wait till destiny comes out with a new destiny um all right so next story we're gonna talk about battlefield one okay um we're we're, oh i can't wait for this oh i have to put my age in okay well let me put my new age in all right there you go are you are you a first person shooter guy there, Blue? Oh yeah. Right. Okay, so we're gonna have fun on this one. All right, so yeah, it's playing an Uncharted Four commercial right now. So give me a second. <clears throat> so they they did this reveal, and 
the only thing I didn't like about the reveal was the way they did the reveal. It was like this 20-minute nonchalant bullshit stuff. Just just leak the trailer on the on fucking YouTube like everybody else does. I don't need this hoopla of of you talking about there might or may not be horses in the game and the, this and uh, we really can't say and this is the best game we've ever made. Like it's like calm down. Okay? It's like just just show me the fucking trailer. All right, so the trailer is showing on the, on the stream right now. What did you guys think of this trailer? I mean, it's a trailer. They showed one clip, and I can probably pause it on it, of actual gameplay. Is when he was walking behind the guy. Let me pause it on there. And this is the best reference. You want, you want to be first on this one there, Blue? Right there. Okay. So that's the best. I'll pause it on the screen. That's the best gameplay that you're going to see obviously it's like battlefront right since we, we were just talking about battlefront it's the it's going to have that next gen feel to it okay are you a battlefield fan are you are you going to play this game or is this going to be a, a must buy but then sit on your shelf because you don't really have time to play it <laughs> after you sir um okay so i've never played a battlefield game uh when it comes to these games, I played a, I played Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which I picked up used at a GameStop a year after it came out. I didn't know what it was, and people said it's fun, and it was. I enjoyed it. And then I played Call, uh, Modern Warfare 2 when that came out, which was shortly thereafter. That's how late I was to the game uh, with a bunch of friends, and that's where I'm the Blue Ranger came from. We were a whole clan. And that's where I realized that the Call of Duty community is just horrendous. Yep. And uh, But those were the games that I played. Yeah, right? And... Um, it was just a nightmare, uh, but we had fun playing it as the group that we were, and it was a ton of fun. We all had matching names, and people dug it because it was cool to see, and blah, 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 and we had fun with it. Battlefield came out, and everyone's like, you can destroy buildings, and I'm like, yay! <laughs> um, it, it's just another Call of Duty. What do I care? And everyone's like, no, they're different. I was like, that's okay, but, you know, why would you play Crash Team Racing when you can play Mario Kart? Right. Uh, that's how I always, That's. I mean, that's how I was. I know that uh, that might be flawed logic, but, uh, you know, Battlefield fans love their Battlefield, and that's awesome. Like, I just never played it. I don't have an opinion. Uh, when it comes to this uh, trailer, I feel like the people who are paying attention, like I'm sure you guys are, I think we brought up a little bit before we went live here, uh, it's a movie. They're showing us a movie. Right. That's what they're showing us. And everyone's like, the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare trailer is stupid. Because it's full of actual gameplay, and you know what you can expect from it now. Whereas Battlefield gave you a movie. You have no idea what that game's going to be like. None. Even that thing you froze on might be a quick time event in one of the story scenes. You have no idea. So this game might be incredible. It might be, like, it's a game I'm going to have reser reserved on Redbox day one so I can play it uh, without buying it, obviously. Uh, and... Try it out, because if it delivers on what they're showing us, holy crap, you've changed gaming. Like, right. this is incredible. Right. But the likelihood of that happening, come on. Destiny told us that it was going to be this open world, crazy, huge game. And we got it, and we're like, oops. And they never gave us a movie. So right. I, I'm just like, I'm a little hung up on the fact that they it's a super cool trailer. And when I, I actually, uh, my friend Courtney watched the, for the first time ever, watched it on stream. And she afterwards, she was like, that's really cool. I'm excited about that. But when that Zeppelin showed up, I remember watching it the first time. I was like, yo, shit. Like, that's cool. She had no reaction to it. And I'm like, that's like the coolest thing they showed. <laughs> and no, no reaction. 
And I'm like, there's things in there that are super cool. I don't care about riding horses. I, well, I don't know. Red Dead Redemption had that covered for me. Oh, whatever. <laughs> but you know, if the game looks cool, plays well, and and is fun, awesome. But everyone's like, I'm gonna be in a movie while I play this game, and you're not. <laughs> you're not gonna be in a movie. It's they gave us a movie, and hopefully it delivers. But I have no idea what to expect. None. No idea. Okay. Whatsoever. That's so, a good. That's a good outlook from that perspective sarge go ahead uh, um we, we've been waiting for like a, a really good battlefield game again that's like solid like a good solid gunplay game for a while because three was really good and then four kind of fell off and they had a after all the patches it came out good um once again i agree with blue when he says it's just a movie we don't know the gameplay yet and i'm a, i was a history major okay so it's like i i don't want everything to be real i want it to be fun but when you pick everything they picked before, like Battlefield, uh, you know, 1942, and then, you know, Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4, it, it's, it's everything is where it's supposed to be. Like everything, you're in this timeline, you have these weapons, we all know how, that's, how things are supposed to be. So now you're going to pick World War One. Now, trying to make World War One fun and exciting is going to be a tall task if you're not going to if you're going to ignore all physics and all anything about the reality of the time period, okay? So most weapons are bolt action. Right. So it makes most of the game sniper rifles. Okay? Not, I'm not saying actual sniper rifles, but sniper rifle gunplay, okay? There's like there 20 there's, there's 20 weapons, but like there's can, four you classes. Can say whatever right. you want. Shotgun, yes, you can say whatever sniper. You want. However, pistol. Okay, you're you're on a horse, you get a sword. That's fantastic. I have a gun. Or a machine gun, it doesn't matter that you're on a horse. Now, unless, <laughs> unless, unless the map that you play on is going to be, we're actually going to do the charge of the light brigade, and we're going to assault an entrenched position with a badass. bunch of cavalry, and you're going to and you're going to relive that moment. If you're going to relive that moment, it would be awesome. Right. However, if it's just like there's a bunch of horses in the corner, I can get on one and ride around with a sword and wave it at people before they shoot me. Like that's going to be dumb. Okay, the tanks look awesome. But a World War One tank doesn't move very fast. It moves slower than shit. It has two shitty guns and a shitty machine gun on the top of it. And my gun that I have in my hand can actually pierce the armor of a tank. Okay, because that's the gun that they had for the time period. Now, if we're gonna if we're gonna get rid of everything and just let's just make it fun. Let's make it fun. Okay. Okay. So my fast attack vehicle is an airplane, which is awesome. I got a guy in the back. He can fire the guy behind me. Awesome. I can't hover like a chopper. It's a basic controls for a plane, and I get to strafe. Cool, I can kill the guy on the horse. Now, on top of it, I get to fly a Zeppelin. Listen, people, I'm not I'm sure coming how, for much you. Red Bull, how much Red Bull you guys are on <laughs> or Monster you guys are drinking, but flying around in a fucking Zeppelin <laughs> is not going to be fun, okay? I disagree because okay? I've never not done it be before. Fun. It is not he drives be fun. a truck for three hours every Sunday night. That's right. I can't have fun in a that, Zeppelin. That, that's right? true. That's three true. Seconds. I do. I do. Three seconds. <laughs> if the blimp is drivable at all, it's for observation only, and you get to drop little shitty hand grenades on people below, hopefully the guy on the horse. Hopefully the guy on the horse, right? Yeah, because that's the, the only guy, you, right? He's the only guy you can be able to drop a bomb on anyway, right? I, I get it. They want to do something new. They want to do something new. I'm all about it. However, your time period is poor because the weapons of the time, you're going to go from all these awesome ass weapons that we had from all these battlefields with the scopes and the grips and the bullet drop and how you, how you learned how to use the gun. And now you're going to put me someplace where it's all bolt action rifles. And it's going to be a snipe fest. And then they tell you in—they told you before the trailer, we're going to make the game a lot more close quartered. 
Okay, so what Call you're just now style. telling me, yeah. all the guns are long range, but you're going to make the game close quartered. <laughs> and so we're going to run around with, with potato mashers with spikes on them. We're going to, it's going to turn into barbarian. Like you have to pick a side, well, bro. Yeah, they, the, the trailer, the trailer shows they, they really want you to know that you can beat someone with a shovel and with a, with a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they really want to put that across that you can kill people with a shovel. <laughs> if it, listen, Call of Duty is making you buy a shitty game in order to get the remastered edition of a game that everybody loved. I think what what Battlefield should have done is brought back 1942. There, there's, remastered, there's, 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 mastered call There's rumors. There's rumors. And bring back all the kind of crazy shit that we used to do back in the day with now with fully destructible environments. And everybody would have they would have shot themselves in the foot, called out of work, and started pre-ordering right now. They would have just they wouldn't even left that left the room. But we're gonna do World War One. Because we're going to do a special take on this. Here's the sad part. Battlefield might outsell Call of Duty this year and still have a shitty release, which makes it bizarre. Right. It's absolutely right. bizarre. Yeah, because the new Call of Duty is not selling, not selling 27 million copies. Right. It's going to be bizarre. No, the I, old I, Call I, of Duty is going to sell 27 million. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. Well, people are already in uproar. Real quick, people are already in the uproar with Call of Duty because it only has 10 maps instead of 16 or whatever. And the reason for that is they've done their data, and they're like, no one played those six maps. Why are we going to redo them and put them back in the game so no one can play the six maps again? So they took six maps out and just gave you the 10, and people were like, ah, they took away maps. Tom has a question. He's asking that crashing a Zeppelin will be fun. Do you know how slow a Zeppelin goes? Yeah, it's going to crash. It's going to be like the Hindenburg. Wait, you're going to start. The Hindenburg, it's going to blow up. Somebody with like a, a grenade is going to blow up to the. It'll take you're like gonna 10 start, minutes of the match. You're going to start the in the match. match. You're going to start in the Zeppelin it's, in the beginning of the match. By the time you get the Zeppelin to the middle of the map, the match will be over. <laughs> everybody, everybody is so starved for a really fun Battlefield game again. That they could have showed you anything. We're gonna do a colonial well, period. What they showed us though was buskets. really cool. Like, in-game footage. Away from yeah, in-game footage, they... but no gameplay. I would have wanted to see gameplay. That's what I wanted to see. And that's and that's but the, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. The, uh, you guys have you probably picked up on this. If you put something flashy on a cover, I'm gonna buy it. Um, and with uh, yeah, marketing just appeals to me. That's I, whatever. I don't care. Uh, and so um i uh i can't help but think like well we watched them release infinite warfare and the entire collective like collective call of duty community just went <sighs> and battlefield was like yeah Can't put up the video yeah and that's all they needed to do is is uh, they saw they saw it two days earlier where it was like Bwah. We're in space now. And they're like, yo, we're doing it. We're doing it. Yes, no, green. Go, get, go, no, go back to the office and get it done now. Like, and two days later, boom, it's there. Like, do you, do you think, the market you know do you think EA, you do you think EA had a, a futuristic one and an old one? And as soon as Call of Duty showed the futuristic <laughs> one, they, 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 they went, they went, oh, wait, wait, no, no, get that one out. Put the, put the old one in. Put the old one in. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't put it past them. I, I guarantee you that's how they trumped it. They're actually working on a new 2142 one or whatever the fuck that one was. Was it what was it? 2120 or is that what it was? Battlefield 2142. 2142, right. 2142. Hey, listen, like, it's 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 going to be fun. I know that. However, you got, I got to pick a side. Is it going to be realistic guns? Cuz if it's realistic guns, like everything else has been, then I'm not too excited. 
I'm not too excited about running around with a bolt action rifle. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't it's... want to no land beyond everybody. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I, and I didn't even mention trenches because I know it's going to be a, a very mobile game because World War One was a very mobile game or a very mobile war. We all know this. So now we're going to just take whatever, make it fun. I'm with you. I'm going to do it. I'm going to rent it and play it to see how it goes. But as far as being the next Battlefield awesomeness, no. Beating Call of Duty, absolutely. But being the next Battlefield awesomeness, no. I don't think so. All right. We're running short on time, so I'm going to pick some stories here. Um, there's a unannounced Star Wars RTS footage. Uh, let me see if I can bring this up real fast. Uh, come on. Let me bring this over. All right, so this is a shot of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, yeah, okay, great. It's an RTS. You like RTSs, Sarge. Is this something that if it comes out, you're 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 all in? Like you like these type Which of games? One? Which one? This is a new unannounced Star Wars game that's going to be an RTS. I don't even need to see it. Well, it's up on it's up on uh, on on the channel. I I don't even need to see it. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even need to see what it is. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> As long as they come out with it and they tell me there's a pre-order, it looks it's a done deal. It looks fantastic. It, it, it look it does look fantastic. Um, does you have a screenshot of it? Yeah, I'll I have screenshots it of it. Scrolling on the screen, there's Luke Skywalker. Listen, we're all we're all starved. We're all starved for Star Wars games, but most of them suck. For anybody else who's been following along with Star Wars games over the years, most of them have sucked. Well, yeah, it's the numbers so game it's, now, it's right? Hard. So. It's hard to come out with a, a decent game that everyone can get behind. I think the Battlefront series was the only one that was good for, like, the longest period of time. Well, I mean, because uh, <clears throat> the RTSs were bad, uh, the role-playing games were bad, except for on the PC. The Knights of the Republic was awesome, and uh, the, Force, the Forces Unleashed game that came out for the PlayStation was actually very do was done very well, and it was awesome to be the badass guy who just used Force power to just do everything. If, any, if, if anyone hasn't played that, you should. Uh, do a, a, Hopefully it's backwards compatible, or, or if you still have your... Uh, you know, PlayStation 2 or put it in play. It's awesome. But uh, I, I, I fear when they come out with these games because a lot of times they suck. I mean, it's not, it's not intentional either. It's just that when the hype comes they just out have the license, the so they again, just do it. Right. When the, license, when, the, when the hype comes out for the movies again, they just start pumping out games for everyone to jump on the bandwagon. I'm hoping it's good. I always like a good RTS. But remember now, the RTS, let's, let's be honest, the RTS level, that we're on now is very, very high. People right. expect a really good game with, with layers of complexity, like uh, StarCraft. Uh, uh, I don't then, think it'll uh, be a StarCraft-type level. But... No, no, no. Well, uh, the Koreans would say otherwise, but I'm saying that kind of level, Company Heroes 2, okay, Dawn of War, there are different layers of the onion for the game. It's not just buy a bunch of guys, throw them on the field, and just let them fight. You, you There is strategy involved, and there's, there's different commanders and all kinds of stuff so you just can't make it i'm making a star wars or rts i'm just gonna throw it out there it's not gonna work <clears throat> so do it's you gotta be gotta be good do you do you play rts's blue uh not since my starcraft days so it's probably not for you you're not gonna stream um it. it's a i like the only reason i never played halo wars was because it was on console i can't wrap my head around a console rts game I, I own it. I bought it because I have every Halo game. I have never played it because I'm just like, I'm sure I could figure it out. I've watched people play it. It looks fun, but I'm so used to that 
just scrolling around. It's the only mouse and keyboard game I ever played was RTS games. And uh, so will I play it? I want to say yes, but you can't rent PC games. Right, right. So if like, I can't you, rent it. You can bootleg them. I mean, I, yeah. And then you can bootleg them and then you get all these viruses that give you lots of pop-ups. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't download games like that. I know, I'm just kidding. I know, it's a good joke. It's a good joke, though. <laughs> uh, I know, I'm just giving you a hard time. But no, I, I would like to say that I might try it because... Star Wars, uh, but see, it's, uh, that's how it is. It's, right, it is. I it's I always just... I always joke that Star Wars is the Oprah effect, right? You put Star Wars on any kind of title, and it, it sells at least ten million copies of that of that game. It's like the one thing you can put on any clothing item in JC Penny and sell. Right, like it doesn't matter where you put it; it just sells. It's because everyone knows it, everyone loves it, and you know, especially with the hype around the, these awesome new reboots, I'm sure Rogue One will be at least as good as uh, uh, whatever the new one was called. You know, it'll be they'll it, they're, they're just doing so well. They're you know, Star Wars is doing so well right now, and it has that awesome history, and then that little dark period when I was in elementary school, but then it was doing so good, and I think it'll do well, maybe only briefly. Uh, it might Battleborn it a little bit, uh, but... <laughs> Battleborn awesome it, for, right, for awesome half a second, a yeah. And, and everyone goes, that game was fun, what else? Uh, I like that, I like Battleborn. People are pe- people are asking way too much for games. My, personally, uh, but I, I like Battleborn. Okay, no, I, I do too. But I'm just point- commenting on how it it did that. Right. Ah! The, the Twitch <laughs> lifespan, basically. Well, yeah. the, 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 it's not it's not that everybody. It's what they want. It's 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 this thing that we have where you, you demand more because we're supposed to be at the next gen level, right? So what do you got? Show me what you got for next gen. And a lot of the games that are coming out now, even though they're awesome, they're not really next gen. I'm telling you, right, but so, people are looking for that next Destiny game, right? And that's why Battleborn is like, they're like, ah, I'm done with this game. If I can't do it for 1,700 hours, I'm out. <laughs> right? Right. right. Here, but I, I, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish up. No, 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 no. no. I was going to go on to the next, the, the next game that's coming out. Uh, I didn't have footage of it last week, so I'm bringing it up this week. Is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Okay? Com- oh, it comes yes. out. It comes out at the end of this month, next, next week, two weeks from now. Uh, right now, it's it's showing up on screen. What do you guys think? Is this something that you guys are gonna pick up, or would you are you gonna wait till it goes on like sale or something in the in uh an Xbox or PlayStation store? Two questions. Two questions. Is it four players? Yes. Okay. It has to be four players. Has to be four players, and it has to be co-op throughout the whole game. Four players. Next gen game. Absolutely, I try that. I play the game. Absolutely. But if you're telling me it's that half-ass game where I can play by myself and three turtles are NPCs and they run around that kind of nonsense no 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 it's 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 co-op four players and when you play by yourself it's always four turtles on the screen and I believe you can switch between them switch between them yeah okay I, be- I believe you can switch between them um and, and it's supposed to be drop in drop out so if your friend wants to come into your game you can you can play if he leaves and the NPC just takes over supposedly is what I heard uh, hey listen if they can make a Star Wars game, they can make a turtle game. I'm a, I, as long as it's fun. It's, we're, we're at a high. We're we are at a high level at this point. We're at a high level. If the game is fun, it has a good play, good good controllers, action. It, it's put together well. Got a decent story. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Blue. What do you think? Are you gonna get this? 
cell shaded Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 uh, I actually think early on in my Twitch career, I actually streamed one of the original Turtles games from the 80s because I have it on my Xbox. And uh, just because I was like, screw it, this will be fun. And people dug it. And I was and I just love those games. Uh, I Until just recently, I was working at a, at a burger barcade thing around the corner on weekends. And um, they have Turtles in Time on, oh, you know, yes. the, I love yeah, fucking exactly. Turtles in Time. They actually yes. have the arcade game Turtles in Time. I full grown man got off of a shift and just soaking in sweat and 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 you know, peanut oil and stuff from the fryers. <laughs> and I'm just like, I have to go right now and play turtles. Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> there's just things that I love. And one of those things is the turtles games. Um, one of my first games ever was on the, that, that brick gray game boy. And it was, um, it was a Teenage Mutant turtles game. I can't remember what it was called, but I loved it. It was, fantastic. I know what you're talking about. I had it. I had it. I feel oh, it is what it was, it's called. It was Which so one? good. That one on the game Which boy, one? the one on the game boy. Oh yeah. yeah original one and oh it was so good i used to love that game and that's just that's where i came up from and so it's just i i this game i love cell shaded games they're just the i'm i haven't that art background and just i think they're cool i think they're cool i i, I haven't played a cell shaded game that i was like Bleh. so i'm absolutely buying it okay <laughs> all right so Another, uh, we'll make this the last story. Actually, second to last story. Um, this one will be fast. The Division Season Pass, uh, they're coming out with more free content for Division Season Pass owners. Does this make you come back to the Division? Wait, 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 wait. Hang on real quick. Let's just, let's dissect that statement. They're going to give yep. you more. It says more free, free content for pass. Division Season Pass owners now available. It's now available. I spent money. I get free stuff. stuff. Yep. Yep. Okay. More, so I get more free stuff. stuff. Spend money. Cool. Right. And I didn't right. know what free meant, but right. now I'm learning. Yep. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. So uh, that's no. the apology. That's probably the apology, right? They're, it they're says. About what, what it is. says. In addition to the access of all the division's expansions, the game's forty dollars season pass gets you special benefits every month, like free content. Let's let's read that again. <laughs> the game's $40 season pass gets you special benefits like every month like free content so this new content that comes out this May for free for $40 uh, is this going to bring you back to the to the game <laughs> no <laughs> um, mainly because even though me, you've already paid I, for it I, 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 for me I, I got the game I I kind of like just dragged myself to 30. I enjoyed the gameplay when it wasn't obscenely hard. And then I got to 30 and was like, cool, now what? And they were like, you get to go min max everything. And I was like, Destiny, where are you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need you. Um, and I had bought it twice because I had a, a boatload of friends on PC that were like, come play with us on PC. And I had all my friends on Xbox that were like, come play with us on Xbox. So I got it first on Xbox because that's where I, that's my home. Um, and then I picked it up on PC from that guy in my stream who, who just, he got it with like his, a new processor or something. He had a code and he was like, well, I'm hoping to get 50 bucks for it. I was like, okay, good luck. And he goes, well, how much? And I, we, we bartered, I ended up buying him. Some game on Steam that was uncomfortable, and I don't really want to talk about what I bought him. But uh, <laughs> it was weird. Was it Leisure Suit Larry 56? No, it was something <laughs> a little bit more Japanese than that. I got gotcha. um, 
Yeah, and uh, we made the trade, and it worked out great, and I loaded it up, and I had a little bit of a hard time streaming it, so I never really went back into it on PC, but once I got to 30 on Xbox, which was after this, I was like, oops. <laughs> like, I I wasted some money there. So it was... Uh, it's, it's a fun game. The gameplay is fun. The story is non-existent, but the gameplay is fun. Playing with your friends is fun. The Dark Zone is stupid yeah it was great with the beta yep. the beta was so good i just ran around the dark zone and was like i don't care let's have fun and now <laughs> the dark zone's a mess and but in its core if you're i have severe adhd and i have a uh, mild uh, ocd that i get from my family thanks dad um <laughs> and so one night off stream i just ran around and was like i'm gonna go find all the cell phones best four hours of my life like my brain was like Thank you. It was if that's something you're interested in, it's gonna be great. But I hit thirty. I was done. Giving me more free crap on a season pass. I didn't buy, but giving me more free crap ain't gonna bring me back anyway. Like I don't even know. I might have bought the season pass, but I haven't gone back. I have no idea. It's just. Did you buy the collector? No did you buy the collector's edition or whatever? I don't know what I bought. Or the gold, the I gold bundle, it. whatever the hell fucking thing it was. I have no. I don't know. I bought the game when it came out. That's all I remember. I bought the game a couple days before it came out. Pre preloaded it. I. I genuinely don't even remember because i just kind of put it out of my brain it was fun i played it now I'm done. all right all right right <laughs> last last story that we're going to talk about the reason i'm bringing this up they just did this with dc online right dc online was a playstation 4 or playstation exclusive it was on playstation 3 uh it came out in 2010 or 2011 it's like five years old they just released it for xbox one so now what they're doing is there's a star trek online game okay um this is the trailer that I'm showing online right now. Um, this is for Xbox One and PlayStation 4. It was a PC game only. It's now coming to Xbox One. It's a free-to-play MMO, okay, coming to, to Xbox. just like not, not really free, but go ahead. Well, right. It's, I'm assuming it's taking the DC approach where it's like, hey, wait 96 hours in the queue or pay $5 to get in the faster queue type thing. Right. Is this right. is this something is this something that you know intrigues you because it's an MMO and now it's coming onto the consoles? I, I always like to try them out. I always like just to see how the, how they construct it and how what the detail is and how many layers of the onion there is and how in depth it is and is it fun? Because if it's just a shoot, looter shooter type of thing, then not really a big fun, not really a high fun factor for that kind of scope of game. But if it's done well, I'll try it. I always like trying the new MMOs. Um, I don't know about officially buying it. Well, if it's free it's, to play. It's free to play, definitely. right? If it's free to play. I will definitely try it out. Okay, absolutely. But you have to give out your first newborn child when you have one. Sorry, I'll I'll <laughs> let me make sure my first born, my first child is an adopted one. Okay, but, uh, it'll be okay. fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Blue. <laughs> I do not condone those comments. <laughs> do you want an adopted child? I just got this one. Uh, no, it's awful. Um. This is not something I'm going to play. Uh, it doesn't look bad. I'm sure it's fun, but I this is this is I think partially that marketing slash artist side of me. Um, everyone when I got into Skyrim was like, "Did you play Oblivion?" And I said, "No." They're like, "It's better. You should play it." And then I picked up Oblivion for four dollars in the marketplace, loaded it up one time, went, "This is ugly," and never went back. Uh, I'm 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 watching this trailer going, "That's five years old." Yup. And there's so many games out. I'm just, it's not something I, I'm again, if you've been playing, I see someone in chat said, oh, I've been playing this for years. That's awesome. I want everyone to play whatever they enjoy. Uh, even if it's 
Infinite Warfare. But um, I just <laughs> <laughs> like play what you like. That's fantastic. I love it. But I'm looking at this game going, I, there's so many awesome, beautiful games out, and I have I just bought an awesome gaming computer. I just bought a PS4. I just I only got an Xbox One last summer, so I'm I was a Destiny guy for a full year on uh, Xbox 360. Like. It, you know, I'm I'm just getting into this powerful hardware. I ain't gonna revert revert back to something that doesn't right, look it's hard. You can't yeah, go back. it's. I mean, I'm playing. Uh, if it wasn't for the uh, Nathan Drake collection, I don't know if I'd be playing Uncharted right now. Not only because I don't have a PS3, but also because I I like my games to at least be kind of pretty. So, <laughs> but if it's not if, like the Uncharted series, though, it's not that old. But you can actually play through it in like a couple days if you like played every day. So it's Man. like if you wanted to rehash the old games, then go into the new one. It's not that big a struggle as going back five years and playing a game on another system. It's yeah. completely different. You can actually just work your way into it. it. But I can see right away when you play a game like that, you can't even right. look at it. Your, your your brain doesn't allow you to, to say this is entertaining anymore. It's like I'm driving a Ferrari for like the last year. You want me to drive the Prius? I'm not driving the Prius. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a game. It's a game that I'll try, like you said, Sarge. Um, I don't think I'm gonna dive too deep into it because there's way too many games uh we're gonna there's not enough time yeah the just like there's not enough there's time not enough for time. the rest of the show uh i wanted to talk about no man's sky real fast um because of no man's sky games like that coming out i i, I don't have time to play all these other new games I'm, I'm i'm probably gonna play battleborn and overwatch up until no man's sky comes out and then once no man's sky comes out i'm gonna be juggling three games maybe four of dlc comes out for you know for destiny and stuff um Blue, is it something No Man's Sky that's something you're interested in or are you you weary of it? Uh I'm I mean I'm excited for it because, you know, hype and stuff, but uh going back to my roots and being addicted to marketing, uh I, I basically it's all guerrilla marketing. Uh I don't know what I'm getting myself into. So it's again luckily it's coming out on the PS4 and I can rent it. Holy crap, if it was a PC exclusive, I'd probably never play it until I spent hours watching someone stream it or YouTube mm -hmm. videos or something. Because um, I, and, and I know Snoogas is in chat. He's just, he can talk about it as if it's been out for a year. He knows so much and it's awesome. I'm so stoked for someone like that. That's really excited about the game. Um, because I remember feeling that way about other games. Right. And it, it seems like it has a lot of promise, but I just don't know enough about it. And I know the information is out there. Uh, and I, and I've been offered that information and I just keep for, frankly forgetting to, to, open it up and watch it and read it and stuff because it's been presented to me pretty easily. I don't have to work for it at all. But uh, for what I've been offered and what I by the developer, I'm kind of like, so what is it? You know, like, and I feel right. like that's it's a survival a pretty... game basically is what it is. Yeah. What I can tell. But not only that, but most, most of, most of the gaming community, for lack of a better term, most of gaming is kind of saying, what is this? Like, it looks cool, but what is this? It's kind of like when you walk into a machine shop and you go, whoa, what does that do? Right. And they're like, oh, that puts the caps on the bottles. And you're like, oh, well, that's not that cool. You know, <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of. But if they go, oh, no, that's the one that, I don't know, makes new plutonium. You're just like, oh, shit. Like, that's what I want it to be. So if that's what it is and it's that shiny machine that makes plutonium, that's the cool. Awesome. I can't wait. But I don't know what it is yet. I'm just looking at a pretty box right now. So. I got gotcha. you. Sarge? Uh, we're talking about No Man's Sky, right? Yep. Okay, so it's one of these types of games, like it, it's the destiny. It's I call this like this. No Man's Sky is the destiny of that genre. It's trying something completely different, completely new, 
and the the way that they constructed the game is amazing. What they did to put that game together is amazing. Now, I think what's ended up happening is it might not do as well as everyone thinks, but the 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 foundation is. It's also it's also not a triple A title game. game, Yes, I know, but it's gonna people. The other developers are gonna take what's in this game and apply it to the games that they're coming out with. It's one of these testing type ground games where the guy's heart, blood, sweat, and tears went into it, and everyone will admire it for what it is. I'm not sure if it's going to be like this blowout game. However, it will definitely push ahead the way other games are made. That's its whole. I think that's its purpose, <clears throat> and I think it will do a very good job at doing that. I'm going to play it because I like kind of games like that. I like to explore right. and try to figure things out. It's not a. It's an open world survival sci-fi. Doesn't, it doesn't need a story. I, like Minecraft doesn't need a story. It's just, right. it is what it is. You enjoy it the way it's supposed to be, and that's it. I think, personally, it's going to be a, gr- I, I don't want to say a great game, but I think someone can start a career based on Twitch just off this game. And I think this game, because of its the way it is, it's like a Minecraft, where it could have that that feel to it, where when Minecraft came out, it was just this phenomenon and because of the way this game is, it can be a phenomenon based on what this game is achieving. It could be groundbreaking. Um, but at the same time, I think a lot of people are going to be turned off by it because of it's going to be very slow at times. Very right? slow. Very slow. Okay. You're going to want to progress fast, but you can't. It's, it, you're, you're, you're on a governor, basically. right? You're going to be able to do certain things, and then you have to go get certain materials so you can get off that planet to go do your thing. But there's going to be people that come on Twitch that are just going to start right when No Man's Sky comes out, and they can make a whole career just based on this game. I think this game is a perfect let's play, perfect streaming game for people. I think it's going to be do good on Twitch, and I think I'm going to like it personally because I like playing single-player games because it gets... That's why I like playing Euro Truck Simulator, right? People think I'm crazy. It's a fun game, right? And I'm just driving on a goddamn road in Europe hauling virtual gear across the country. This game is going to be more exciting than that, okay? And I, you know what I mean? So I think it's going to be a fun game in general, and I think it's going to be well well taken on Twitch because of it. And I think Twitch is going to propel it into this, uh, this cult following of this game. So I'm excited for it. I'm still weary of it, like Blue said, because we really don't know. We, of all the videos that are out there, we really don't know what this game's about yet besides it's a survival game. All right. But aren't you? It's. But aren't you excited? It's something new. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aren't yeah. yeah. We no, always, aren't we always talking about you want something different? Well, actually, you played everything else. Actually, what I think they should do with this game, I really think they should have done it this way, and they could have done it because they did it with Ark. Um, Minecraft, when it came out, was out for four years before it officially released. I was part of the alpha for Minecraft. I think with a game like this, they could have done it that way, where you could have got early access, pay like ten, fifteen, twenty dollars to get in, and then when full release comes out, it's a sixty dollar game. But if you get in early and keep expanding on the game, I think it would have really done well. And because they kind of like hit it from us this whole time, been quiet, that's why I'm a little skeptic of it. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully it, it comes out to be something that they, they really want it to, to be and not like a uh, Peter Molyneux where he told us the world that Fable was going to be and then it became what Fable was. Do you know what I'm saying? I just, I just have to know, is the alpha of Minecraft being an actual miner? No, it was, I mean, it was, it was, it was stupid simple. I mean, it was like eight bricks, like the worlds weren't very like big. They were updating constantly every three days they were doing it. I paid 10 bucks for Minecraft 
10 bucks. That's what I paid for six years ago, five, six years ago. So, and they've expanded. I stopped playing. I stopped playing Minecraft when it was actually released, officially released. That's when I stopped playing it. I played it for four years. Huh. So That's pretty wild. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's great. All right. That does it for this week's show, okay? I really appreciate you, all the new guys that came in to support uh, Blue Ranger that are coming in. I really appreciate you guys uh, watching the show. Hopefully, you hit that follow button. I don't really have alerts and stuff that pop up on the screen because it's, it's about the show, right? I really don't read chat and stuff during this. If you guys want to leave questions for next week's show, I made a Discord channel. You can come in during my normal stream. It'll it'll pop up. It'll 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 be there. Join the Discord. You can leave questions in there, and I'll you know might be answered on the stream. It might not, but it'll be on the Discord channel. Uh, make sure you check that out. Make sure you check out Blue Ranger. I'm the Blue Ranger. Come on, switch screens there, buddy. You don't want to switch screens? There you go. Um, <laughs> so there's his information. There's his information right there. Uh, please again, Blue. Tell them tell them uh, where they can find you. Again, you Twitch Twitch.tv slash I'm the Blue Ranger. Monday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Uh, today was the first time I wasn't on at 5.30 in about two months. So, and tomorrow's the first day I've taken off during the week in about two months. So, it's kind of, I'm, I'm there pretty much every time, yeah, every day. Every day I'm streaming for at least a little while. So, uh, that's where you can find me. And at I'm the Blue Ranger on Twitter is the easiest way to get a hold of me. Um, I'd like to thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate you coming out and hanging out with us. Uh, hope you enjoyed. Open invitation anytime you want to come on. You can, like, just... Hit me up and go, hey, you know what? I want to be on your show this week. Just let me know. You're more than welcome uh, to come back. I thought this was going to be an absolute disaster, but it was a really good time. It, it usually <laughs> is on this side. You guys don't see it. Like, it's a disaster <laughs> on this side. But, uh, you know, great, great producing work by Todd again in the back over there by switching channels. I really appreciate that, Todd. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, no, I really thank you. You can follow me on Twitter. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. I stream right after this show. It's, I'm going to take a little bit of break, and then I'll, the stream will go live again around well, actually i'm gonna keep it live basically um and then uh we'll see you guys at 11 o'clock i'm gonna start battleborn follow sarge on twitter at sarge mccluskey you can follow me on 30 and still gaming across all platforms uh twitter youtube twitch uh thanks guys for watching and uh we'll see you on the next one take care Two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.